Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Big Week in Gaming podcast. And what do you know? It's been a big week in gaming. I'm Intergot for episode 78 on Sunday, the 1st of May, 2022. In this week's show, we'll be discussing an update on Xbox Activision Blizzard's buyout. Will it actually happen? Aussie prices for the rebooted PS Plus service are revealed. And we review the hit new sports party game, Nintendo Switch Sports. As sort of always, I'm joined by Mike. I don't even know who I am anymore. And almost always, Swinny. Hey, I only missed one show. Uh, is that right? I think that's, I think that's true, yeah. Is that right? Okay. <laughs> I and I was so, in the yeah. emergency room. Come on. <laughs> Excuses. I said you could have streamed from there. A real streamer would stream from there. They can't let the, exactly. the, the daily effort. <laughs> active users dip down. <laughs> Uh, if you need to find our links, make sure you go to the description or go to bigwigpod.com. Is there any hype this week, Swinny? Oh, look, hype, I am going to... Hype, 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 Mike, you sound like you want to hype something. What yeah, go, you hype, hype. No, hype, no, no, Mike. I'm trying to go. hype you to the hype. Well, that's not the way to do it. I'm just, just putting it out there right now. <laughs> okay, damn it. Um, look, we will be doing our Elden Ring review. We're talking before the show mm. when we want to do it, just... We want to slot out a good chunk of time to do our, like, review slash spoiler, like, half-half, I guess, like, <laughs> 0.5 episode. So we will probably be doing that sometime after the next episode, just because, you know, just finding a good time for it. So <laughs> If anyone's watching the B-roll, watching the YouTube clips, uh, Mike has got his cat. That's what you heard, the little meow. Mike, Mike is making up for lost time after... Being being a bit of a dick and not showing up last episode. Hello, everyone. <laughs> he doesn't even listen to what he's saying. He just no, does his own thing. I was, but I'm showing up. I just I want you know the world can can see the cat. What's your Splodge. cat's name? Splodge. His, his name is Splodge because he's got a little splodge on his face. He's a little beauty spot. Right there. My youngest son likes cats. Like he, he much prefers cats than dogs. He wants a cat for his uh-huh. birthday. Interesting. I don't think we're going to do that. I though. was never a cat person. I mean, I know this is not a cat dog podcast, but I was not really. <laughs> I used to I used to take care of stray cats all the time. I had about four or five stray cats that I would feed on a regular basis. <laughs> but I wasn't I wasn't into into cats that much. There are cat dog but podcasts. Can I, can I say, there probably are cat dog podcasts. Can yeah. I say that, you know, so we did the podcast without you, Mike, and it was very mm-hmm. seamless, but... At the end of it, we were like, oh, there's no, like, obvious titles, all this stuff, right? You come on the show within, like, what is the for recording? <laughs> Three minutes. It's it's going to be hard to knock off. This is not a cat dog podcast. That's <laughs> the title. Not a cat dog podcast. So, so uh, yeah, so so back to my to my little interjection. No, I, no, I, maybe I, not. I'm a huge dog person. I, I, I've always, you know, You like huge dogs. dogs. But this guy, is he's like a cat dog. He's affectionate. He... He's like a cat dog. I sleep with him every night. He's really cool. <laughs> hey, hey. Uh, okay. Uh, Swinney, save me. Have we got any corrections? We do actually have a correction. Um, and it's... So, like, two episodes ago, I mentioned in our, like, next week potential, mm. I'm like, oh, look, THQ Nordic have a digital showcase, and sure, they may not reveal anything that we actually want to talk about, but hey, it's something potentially next week. And then I was looking at all the news stories this week. I'm like, wait, what happened to that? Like... No new did 
was it so uneventful that no news came out of that their digital showcase? And that's because their showcase was announced for August, not April. <laughs> ah, that's so, a pretty early announcement. I know. It's like that's that's three nuts. three and a half months or something or whatever it is. It's like wow, you know, maybe maybe there's a reason why they had to announce it just for like to I don't know for their stakeholders or something. But um, yeah, yeah probably. So I got that wrong. So that's that's not until after like the E three period. So. Or, the E3 period, if you know what I mean. Yeah, well, yeah, the, uh, yeah it's Summer Games or whatever it's going to be called now. Summer Games Fest in June. Um, I do have a question this week. It's I'm going way off the run sheet. I just thought of it on the way here. It's very, very kitschy. You know, these are like... This is a question you'll hear in gaming all the time. On the way here, do you have a separate studio recorded? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is Different my studio. Because okay. then I can use it as tax write-off. Um nice. So this this question, this is when, you know, you've been doing a podcast too long and the gaming podcast when you ask these kind of questions. But the question is, there's a wizard, whisks you away to an island, right? You, you have access to the internet and they say you can only choose one console for the rest of your life. You can't get off this island, right? Now, you can't choose PC and games that are remakes, remasters, ports aren't included on that library. Which console would you choose? Steam Deck, because I can watch porn whenever that's PC, I want. That's PC. That's it's our... not a PC. It's, it's a literally console. a PC, you idiot. But it's counts as a console. It literally, they literally right, say which, it's not a handout Which other console on has reliable internet and, and, and browsing? That's not the point. This is for gaming. No, you have a PC to the do whatever. The point is, I'm alone on a fucking island. No, no. You, I need porn. Listen to me. You have a PC. You can do whatever. You just can't play games on the PC. Oh, God, I think I'm going to get beaten up again. Sorry. All right, so, Sweeney. So this is very similar to a question you've asked before. It's just consoles rather than games. <laughs> is that right? Yeah. Yeah. This is the okay, other angle enough. of this question. Look, I would probably go with a Series X simply because of the backwards mm. com- compatibility. But that doesn't count. Those. No, 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 no. What? It, it, I, I said no games that weren't released. Sorry, I will be clearer. Only games that were released for that console. So no mm. remakes, no ports, no backwards compatibility, nothing. All of those that, are eliminated. But that's not even a thing these days. Like I'm saying, thing- this is the wizard. The wizard doesn't give this a fuck. This isn't a wizard. This is a witch. Because it's a Siri- witch. Because and we should burn her. Because the, <laughs> the Series witch. X... Hey, let me, let me... I'm talking... The Series X natively plays all the stuff from the Xbox One. It doesn't so it's count. Not like, it's, it's not emulating or anything. I, I so. didn't say that. The Witch has said that any game that was not specifically released in the first instance... Okay, all right. Uh, I'll go with your, so your my ridiculous rules. <laughs> That's the rules. What do you mean ridiculous Okay, rules? the ridiculous rules. I'd probably go with 360. I thought because you would. I thought you would. Just because the, the reason being is I, I love like the Super Nintendo. Yeah. But just... In terms of the, that's the only thing I have to play. The 360s library is just much broader with games that are just going to get you're going to get much more out of it. And Ooh. obviously, if you factor in online play, then there's things that you just able to do. And like things like Minecraft, we've talked before. Minecraft is an amazing game to choose as a desert island game simply because you can just do so much in it. That's true. So you don't have access to games that's like true. that on older consoles. So I'd go with 360 that's and. A- that's a good and, one, the Minecraft one, because that was actually released on it first, so it wouldn't count on later generations. Yeah, and look, I, I, I mean, you could argue PS3 just in, in its place. They're very similar, mm. so, yeah. Joe Jives has said ColecoVision <laughs> in the <laughs> chat. Chameleon. In the chat. How about you, quickly, Mike? Ah, uh, look, I probably probably the Switch. But there's no... So you got to think about this, right? Because Mario there's Kart no would not be included. Don't play it. Breath of the Wild... 
don't play it. Wait, why is Breath of the Wild not included? Because that was... Wow. Oh, actually, that one would be included. That was the same day. Okay, I'll give you that one. But a whole bunch of the games wouldn't... A whole bunch of the games wouldn't be included. So wait, what's the rule? Only launch? No, no, no. The witch has said... The witch has said it has to be... My the first instance. The first the instance. The witch. The witcher. The witcher. It's called the first <laughs> instance. <laughs> what the, the wizard first, to the what witcher. What does that mean? The first instance. It's obvious. So it's What's like cut off. It's not a port. It's not a remake. It's not a remaster. Oh. It's not backwards compatibility. It's got to be the original. Oh, man, quickly, that, quickly. I don't know. Three hundred and sixty as well. I guess. I'll say one, and I reckon you guys wouldn't guess what I'd say. I'd say the PS2. Fair enough. That had a because I hadn't played titles. a bunch yeah. of the PS2, and they, yes, but it again, is for the no rest internet. of my life. Yeah, but the thing is, they have so many games on there, and I don't like playing online. Everyone's an asshole anyway. <laughs> <So> <laughs> it doesn't have Rocket League. That's the one thing that's like that made me think mm, maybe I should pick a console like a PS4 because it's got Rocket League. But all right, how, can I just ask yes. how hot is the witch? This was a wizard, remember? It was a wizard. It's a witch yeah, now. It's a wizard, but it's now a, a witch. <laughs> All right, we're moving witch, on. Witcher. Because <laughs> like, then I wouldn't be playing any games, if you know what I mean. What have you been playing this week? What have I been playing? Good question, good question. A couple of games. So, first one is Elden Ring, of course. Finished mm. it. We're going to do the review uh, in about a week and a bit, hopefully. I put in about... Ooh, not quite as many hours as you, I reckon, Swinney. Still 150, which is a lot, but... I don't think I've done as many hours as you in total. So I finished the full game. I got every ending. I platinum, platinum, did platinum, did got the platinum on, got the platinum on on PS5 and started a new game plus, which is a breeze now. Obviously, over leveled all that jazz. Um, I think I've literally got everything I can in the game, other than stuff that you could only get through a second playthrough. Um, so yeah, keen to talk about it. I've got all thoughts. the weapons and everything. Well. I reckon pretty much all the weapons, yeah. There, there's a, there's two or three that I didn't get because I didn't uh, duplicate the remembrances because mm. um, you don't get enough duplications per, per playthrough, so I'll do that in this playthrough. And there might be a few drops from, from enemies that I didn't farm or something like that. But overwhelmingly, I think I've got literally everything you can get in the game. Mm. Um, and I probably spent a little bit too much time prepping for New Game Plus where I got like 20 of each of the somber stones and like 400 of each of the other uh, crafting materials so I could play around with any weapon I have. So I think I yeah wasted a bit too much time in that game. But I have thoughts, many thoughts. And then the second thing that I played um, a little bit of until I kind of had to put it down because it's bloody difficult is right for, uh, which is a, uh, it's, it's basically the Gran Turismo with motorcycles. That's what it is. It's a, uh, Pretty cool simulation. Uh, you guys can see it on the B-roll if you're watching this uh, online. It looks pretty darn good, as you can tell from this, uh, with no hard on anything like that. It's got my bike, which is freaking awesome, because when I played, I think it was the Ride 2 where they introduced my bike. Um, you had to <laughs> play almost half the game or something like that to be able to unlock it. This time, you got it right off the bat. I mean, literally right off the bat. It came with the DLC thing that was included in the pack so I could actually get it, customize it, and feel like I'm riding my real bike. And it's freaking awesome. It even sounds like the real thing, which is really cool. So this this developer, Milestone, mm-hmm. um, I didn't realize they're the ones behind the Hot Wheels Unleashed game, ah. which, which is That's true, yeah. really cool. So, yeah. Man, they've, they've, they've certainly got a, uh, 
a niche of what they games they work on. I mean, you Definitely find something niche, yeah. you find something you're good at, you stick with it, don't you? Well, speaking wow. of being good at, I suck at this. So I put it on the lowest really? difficulty. Yeah, dude. I don't. I look. I don't know if it's just me. Probably just me. I don't oh, know. Yeah. Or just it takes a bit of getting used to compared to to playing card games. And I played plenty of card games, and I'm okay at them. Um, but this, man, it is difficult as hell. Even on the lowest difficulty setting, you can't make any mistakes. Pretty much on on the tracks against other races, or you just can't win the race. Um, time trials are really difficult. It's it's a difficult game. So luckily though, I don't give a shit. I actually just buy just to kind of get some motorbikes, play with them, tweak them, check them out and stuff. Because I love motorbikes probably more than cars in some ways. So anyway, cool game. Um, on and off. It's not going to be something that you know I'm going to play to finish or anything like that. It's just going to be something that I jump into here and there just to check it out. So that's me. Yeah, th- it's funny because like if you're watching the YouTube show, the stream, and through the B-roll, uh, this is actually a replay that you can do in first person view. So you, like, you know, this is, you can play this in first person. Yeah. This is the view in first person. Are you sure? A hundred percent. This is so what it looks like this. in first person. Yeah. Yeah. I play it in first person okay. like this with no hard. Um, so the, there's multi, there's, there's, uh, three... with all the ray tracing and everything like that as well. Uh, I thought that was could, only in the replay mode. Could, I don't, so, I don't I, know, but the game looks bloody close to this if it doesn't look like this mm. in actual racing. But you played it, so... You, yeah, I yeah. played it and it looks incredible. It looks really cool. So I play it, not not because of any particular reason, just to make my life more difficult. I tried it in third person and, and, and first person like this, but it's just sick in first person like yeah, this. Yeah, it looks insane. And you, there's a mode that is a fixed for, uh, first person, so the camera doesn't shake as much as it does in this. There's one where the camera shakes and there's one where you're inside your helmet. So it kind of gives you a bit more vignetting and oh, yeah. feels more like you're actually... But it's really weird because compared to a car where your head is relatively stationary, you might look a little bit to the left, a little bit to the right when you go in, but horizontally everything's stabilized. With this, your entire view kind of goes completely skewed at, at mm. a weird angle. And it's really hard to judge the, the distance of the track and how wide you go and stuff. But I guess it's just a case of getting used to. You were going to yeah. say something, Swin? Well, yeah, this, I was actually this... saying something. That's why I was trying to say something with what you were saying about it. Because my son, the, my youngest one, he's like 20 months old. He actually, like, he's a massive rev head. Like, we went down to Melbourne. I saw you guys. And my dad has, like, four motorbikes in the garage. And he's just, like, revving them all. He just loves it. He saw this footage. He's, he, he hates screens. He, like, goes away from screens. He hates them absolutely, right? <laughs> but he saw this, and he's, like, staring at it. And he was actually, like, sitting there, and he was, like, trying to twist with the corners. Uh-oh. I was like, oh, my God. he got, like, a massive rev head on my hands. Kinda, you do. You do get into this kind of shit. This is crazy dangerous. Yeah, no, just watching this footage is, to me, just it's so tense to watch. Yeah. And it reminds me of um, we all we all went overseas for a, a friend's... Uh, um, wedding that he was having, and I was the unfortunate person. To, I'm like, oh yeah, I'll jump in the front seat of this taxi in a country I've never been uh-huh. in, <laughs> and it remind me of how tense that was in uh, and in a country where let's just say they drive a lot closer to cars than we do in here in uh, in Australia. So <laughs> it was kind of brought me back to that. Like it gave me some PTSD around <laughs> that experience. So. Do you know what's funny about those things when you go to those countries and? They're like driving so aggressively, so fast, and everything like that. And you're like, oh, okay. It's just like they don't have as many accidents. And then you actually find out, oh no, they have way more accidents and fatalities. <laughs> it's just like they just don't give a shit as much. It's like, oh shit, that actually is legit scares me. 
Um, so are you going to drop this or are you going to keep playing it? No, like, no, or? it's on and off. I don't really care if I'm good at it or not. It's just really fun to just play around with it. Mm. Uh, what what, is, what do you got it on? Me, Xbox or PS5? Yeah, yeah. I was thinking one. about picking it up. Is it on sale yeah. or? It was. It was uh, twenty five or thirty bucks or something for the um, the full edition with the DLCs. Oh wow! Not quite. I think it's missing two packs or something, but it's peanuts. You get basically everything with this. I might keep so, an alert on it. Totally worth it. Yeah. yeah, it's it's really fun just to get into it. But like I said, it's it's bloody difficult. Mm. Nice. Uh, so I guess I'll go to me. Uh, I picked up Nintendo Switch Sports. Nice. So this is the, in, I guess you call it the Wii Sports series. It's actually fourth installment, if you think of it like that. So I'll review that. I'll do a quick review of that. Mm-hmm. I picked up the Min Min Amiibo. So this is after, uh, what was it? Fucking hell spawn, Mel. <laughs> I love Min Min. Uh, this is like 680 days after the reveal of Min Min in Smash Brothers. So it's like, it's getting insane. It's like, dude, did you hear that, Sweeney? It's like two years from here is like, you know, Min Min's going to be in Smash to actually get the Amiibo. So I worry about Sora and when that bloody Sora Amiibo is coming out. Uh, I've still been playing God of War. I'm enjoying it more, but yeah, it's it's interesting because people regard this game, like a lot of people, that this is the best PlayStation 4 game. And I just personally can't see it, but... Yeah, it's interesting. It's a good game, though. Uh, also, getting through Fire Emblem, Three Houses, Cinded Shadows DLC. Man, I am so shit at this game. Like, I, I'm i playing normal now, but classic mode still. So, again, you know, any characters that die, they're gone forever, right? So, pretty much you don't want to let anyone die. You have to, like, restart. And I have restarted so many of these levels so many times. I would have played... I reckon 15 hours of this DLC. It's only meant to last like eight hours. <laughs> and I'm no, only up I, to like chapter three. I imagine the DLC though is is much higher difficulty to give people more of a challenge that had Maybe. already been the main game. So Maybe. I, I, I find that these games, like these kind of niche Nintendo games... Very... Sorry, Mike, that was a very short-lived blue wig segment. I'm just, <laughs> you, you gave up pretty quickly. It's uncomfortable, man. I don't know why people wear wigs. <laughs> Fix your wig up. Um, yeah, just like I think these really niche fanboyish Nintendo games—they're so hard to judge for me because I'll jump on the forum and go, "Like, is this game too hard?" Or like, "What am I doing wrong?" Because it, it just makes me feel I must be doing something wrong. I'm playing it in a wrong way, and people are like, "Oh, it's so easy." It's all this like hero behavior online. Oh, this is the easiest game ever. Even if you ramp it up to insanity, it's super easy. You just got to pick up all the items and you'll be fine. I'm like. It's the same as Earthbound. We'll talk about that game shortly in, mm. in the show. But I check online. I'm like, is Earthbound hard? Like, I find that really hard. And people are like, oh, it's the easiest game. It's like a breeze. I can't believe anyone ever dies. I'm like, who are these dickheads? <laughs> like, I'm not that shit. Like, I'm not that bad at games. But I am enjoying Three Houses. And I'm committed to finishing it because the Muso uh, Warriors, new, you know, Fire Emblem Warriors games coming out, Three Hopes. Uh, I think it's like July from memory, June, July. So I want to make sure I beat the main story before that comes out because it looks like it's going to continue it. And in a maybe small surprise, I also picked up the new Pokemon Snap game. Ah, didn't realize it was a new one. I'd, I'd be surprised if I didn't look at the run sheet. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I knew you were going to Hey, I should be surprised. I never look at the run sheet. Yeah, you never looks at the run sheet. I uh, actually looked at this one. Yeah, I picked this up mostly for my kids because they're starting to get into Pokemon a little bit. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's it's, it's a game. Um, <laughs> it's a weird one, right? Like, I, it's pretty much exactly like the Nintendo 64 Pokemon Snap, which is, you know, you're on rails, taking photos of Pokemon. You've got to try to egg them on to do certain things to get all the photos and complete the photo decks. Um, but there's not much more to it than that. The thing is, I'm not sure if my kids are going to get into this game or not. So if they don't, I might need to sell it because I got, I got it for really cheap. I, I don't know what's going on, but Harvey Norman seems to be like, this is in Australia. They seem to be like liquidating all their gaming stock. It's like, maybe they're getting out of gaming. I think so. Yeah, maybe because they're just selling for stuff for ridiculous prices. This was like 25 or $26 or something. Damn, for a brand new game. Yeah, brand new. Actually, and then again, I picked up, yeah, Mario Golf and yeah. uh, The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword for cheap as well, 29 bucks or something. Yeah, it's, it's insane. Mm. Like these are, these will sell like today for $50. So I don't know what the hell they're doing, but Amazon matched one of their prices. So I was like, ah, you know. You know, worst case scenario, I can either return it to Amazon or just sell it to EB Games. I'm sure they'll give me like probably 25 bucks for this game. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, but yeah, it's it's okay game. Um, my concern though is with the resolution I've got, all these games I add, I need to beat them. <laughs> or else it's like going to screw up my, my ratio. So that's why I'm almost like literally going, am I going to sell this game? Or do, am I going to be forced to try to beat it myself? <laughs> So, so wait, so for your resolution, if you sell a game after you've beaten it, does that then minus one off your... Yeah, um, I think so, because it's... It, <laughs> okay, I think enough. so. It's That's... your resolution. I just like that little loophole you've got. Well, it's but... like, right at the end of the year, you can just sell all your games, and you're like, yes, I've won. <laughs> but that's the kind of point, though, in a way, right? I don't sell... Like, I, I only sell duplicates or if I've bought a digital version. And even then, I still own a lot of games digitally and physically which is nuts to me i don't know why i do that but i've got a few like that how about you swinny what have you been playing this week so a few things so the game i've put the most time into is actually tales of berseria so i won't say too much about this because i'll be playing through to next week and so i might have some more thoughts so i'll probably beat it by by next episode for anyone not familiar with the Tales games, they're action RPG, George RPGs, uh, very heavy emphasis on characters and like skits and, and character building and things like that. But they are full of tropes, but they're still fun. So you kind of got to ride with it um, and then, you know, you'll probably have a good time. But Baseri was the latest entry in the series before Tales of Arise came out, which is the most recent game. Um, and it came out in 2016 for PS4 only. So this I'm actually playing through also. It also helps me work towards my resolution of the PlayStation Polish shame. Um, I did have this on PC, but it was on special on PlayStation. So I got it there. And I'm, I've, I'm glad because I kind of, this is the kind of game I'd rather play more like sitting on the couch in front of a TV without, you know, finding a way to hook up my PC to the TV and everything. But look, um, this game, I'm having a really good time. I'm about 25 hours in. Um, I don't know if I like it more than the other Tales games I've played. It's battle systems probably not as fun to me as Tales of Rise or my favourite series, Vesperia, which is probably my favourite JRPG of all time. Wow. Um, and it's it's good. Like it's there's There's a lot to it, but I think it's starting to click with me, you know, the fact that I'm 25 hours in, you'd hope so, but they start, they still kind of they're still re- revealing some little elements of the systems of the battle system still then. So it, it, they introduce new things over time, which is cool. But 
yeah it's um yeah i think it's it's really fun the main character is a complete badass like just absolutely awesome character named velvet she's just hell-bent on revenge so it's a really really cool interesting story so i'm sitting interested interest to see where it goes so yeah that's tales of viseria did you did you and say that tales of what was the other game tales of vesperia vesperia, vesperia. Hmm. not yeah. not this game vesperia is your favorite rpg of all time I've talked. How much have I talked about Tales of Vesperia? I, I know. I, I, it is, yeah, it no, is, I know like, you have. I don't know if you've said it's the best RPG you've ever played. I don't he has said it that before. Yeah. Okay. It's, pro, it's probably before. my favorite. It's probably yeah. my favorite JRPG okay. I've ever played. Yeah, I love that, Vesperia. Yeah. I've beaten it wow. about eight times. You know, Whoa. so so I have to play that on Switch. Maybe I'll make that my next Switch game. <laughs> so the next game I played, and uh, this this kind of falls under the the Game Pass games that I've been playing. Each new Game Pass game they release. And this game is Chinatown Detective Agency. So I was keen to try this one out. and I had a little bit of a buzz and I I heard about it a little while ago because it looks really unique and cool. So it's like a a noir take on point and click. So you're running a detective agency, so you can imagine you've got to solve cases and follow up leads and things like that. The game is gorgeous, got really, really cool sprite art look, and the characters actually scale depending on the, the depth of the scene. So if you move around, it actually changes. So it actually looks really nice. Um, I'm not a big fan of the controls on, on console in terms of navigating UI. It's not difficult. It just doesn't feel intuitive. Mm. Intuitive, I should say. Um, but I had some major issues with the game. this game that actually made me stop playing it, to be mm. honest. So... Mm. I, I didn't like how the game introduced one of its core mechanics. So this is... The game expects you to investigate things outside of the game itself. So it will give you clues and you've actually got to go look them up, which oh. is a cool idea. So, for hmm. instance, you've, they'll, they'll give you things and you've got to go look up historical documents or Wikipedia entries. You've got to like find, try to find the clues based on that stuff. But mm-hmm. I didn't like how they introduced that idea. So... Uh, in the first like scene which is kind of shown on youtube at the moment they go hey you've got your character gives you a a lead which is a quote and then you need to go to the library and try to find the book who borrowed the book relating to that quote i the way they kind of talked about this i did not take away that i need to actually go out of the game to search this up i thought it basically it's worded like one of the key mechanics of Chinatown Detective Agency is it requires player to figure things out on their own, which I don't hear that or read that and immediately think it's expecting me to go outside of the game to do that. Oh, I was expecting, okay. I was I, expecting yeah. there might be like a fake internet thing that you've got to search or you've got to do hmm. something within the hmm. game itself. And there's like different areas, even in the first case, you can go. So I'm walking around for ages trying to find stuff, talking to characters. Your character walks really slow, so I'm like getting frustrated. Mm-hmm. Eventually I give up and then I find out, no, you've actually got to look that quote up on Google to then find search the book in the library system. I'm like, no. that would have been nice to know. Like, I like the idea. And once you know that's what the game is wanting you to do, it's fine. But I just like spell it out clearly to me hmm. like, like don't don't be like oh you gotta figure it out on your own that doesn't say that to me but that's not what got me stopped playing this game this game doesn't actually like it it's auto it only auto saves after you've cleared cases so i played through oh. and i was going through like a section and i'm like okay i'm gonna come back to this then i i go i load the game back up and it says start new game I'm like, <laughs> oh no yeah now it's only it was only like the first intro case, so it's, I'm not saying it's a long thing. And if you know what you need to do, but 
at that the thing is like and you can manually save after like completing three cases and i'm like what a bad design choice that is so that actually that really annoyed me to the point where i'm like you know what i'm sure this game actually has some good stuff to it and i like that concept of looking stuff up but i'm just i'm just like nah if you if you're not you're not going to allow people to save like this isn't like a a roguelite run based game or anything it's a point point and click game like allow people to save whenever they want or at least auto save when you enter a new scene or something like that i think a modern game no matter if you're an indie or not and it's got a story and you have to auto save pretty aggressively these days in Mm, my opinion and and the fact that it doesn't tell you that as well, you know, so mm. like you would assume in, in if there's no manual save in a game that it is auto saving these days. Plus, the voice acting is fucking atrocious in this game. So, <laughs> again, I'd only play through the early parts. Maybe it's just those characters, but it doesn't give a good impression in terms of the voice acting. Mm. So, so the next game I tried out in Game Pass was uh, a game called Super Mega Baseball 3. So, I was actually interested to try this out because I was you know looking forward to playing uh like an arcadey sports game for for once in a while like the game the sports games are played in a long for a long time other than like your mario games were have more been like the sim games that i've tried so this game actually falls in between an arcade game and a sim it's not like super arcade if that makes sense so i was a little disappointed there but overall this game's actually pretty fun um this series is actually pretty well regarded uh, a lot of people like the super mega baseball series um there was just part of me that it, it's weird it's like i'm i'm not a sports fan but i'm almost like looking for a game to play that appeals to people that aren't even into the sport like an nba jam like games that yeah, are like yeah. anyone will play um so that one of the other games on my list that i'm i'm gonna try out is mlb the show so probably gonna have a miserable time with that one because i imagine that's closer to a sim than that's a sim. super mega baseball so but this game's actually not bad um probably the last baseball game i ever played was actually on my amstrad back in like 1990 so it's been a while <laughs> been a while coming been a while been a while and the last game we'll talk about is uh, a game by the name of turnip boy commits tax evasion which i believe is was a free game or is a free game on amazon prime at the moment i believe yes so, it is uh, but it's on game pass as as i mentioned so i'd heard about this game for a while you know it's got a very memorable title you don't forget this um soon but i started playing it not knowing really what to expect honestly if you're in a bad mood this is a great game to play because from the moment I started playing, I just had a smile on my face the whole time. And I actually beat this game. It's not very long. It's probably about two to three hours, you know, doing everything. So don't expect like a a long experience. It's basically like Zelda mixed with an adventure title where you're finding key items and completing quests by trading items back and forth. But this game is just absolutely hilarious. I love the tone of this game. Your character, this turnip boy, is basically like a psychopath. Like the way, like he's all cute and everything, but when characters talk to him, it's just like dot, dot, dot. And then every now and then he'll just be like, stop. You know, like he just, like he doesn't talk, but then when he mentions something, it's just actually really funny. But there's this running joke that to me just never got old of every single thing you document or anything he comes up with, he just rips in half every all the time. And there's like a button that says rip. And that includes like, okay, a, a character's like, oh, can you get the deed to my house? And you'll go get it, you'll bring it back and you just rip it up in front of their face. And it's just like, the, I don't know why, it's just the thing in the game. Like even books, it's like, oh, here's a, books, like, a book about like doing your taxes for dummies and just literally rips, rips a book in half. Just really, really, 
I, I just love the tone of this game. As I said, it's pretty short, but it, it made me laugh the whole time. So I, yeah, I actually really recommend this if you've got Game Pass because okay. it's, um, yeah, I think it's really, really fun to play. So I love the title. So, yeah. It's like a rare game that just the title itself is so awesome that it captured yeah. my attention. So, and look, the its story kind of goes places, but it like it was expected, but it was also good to see them actually. Oh, okay, I thought that's what we're going to do, and they did that, so it was really funny. So, yeah, I know, like the game. Do you know if Super Mega Baseball Three is on PC Game Pass? Uh, I'll have a look. I will have a look Super because Mega I actually Baseball. was. You know how I've always wanted to make an arcade game. I was like always pointing to this game. A lot of people say this is a really good game to try. So I wasn't going to buy it. Well, I was thinking about buying it, but then I'm like, eh, maybe I'll just wait, see if it goes on sale. Um, I don't see if it's on Xbox Game Pass for PC. It might only be on console, but I could mm. be wrong. I'm just going off True Achievements' listing. Well, it sounds but, um, right. I think I would have heard of it because I I subscribed to all the ones where it will tell me about PC Game Pass. But I don't remember seeing yeah. it at all. But, yeah, yeah, nice. And that's all you've been playing? Pretty much, yeah. Cool. Nice. All right, let's go into the news. So Activision Blizzard announced this week that their shareholders have approved the acquisition by Microsoft. So more than 98% of the shares were in favor of the acquisition deal. The merger has until June 2023 to close and would make Microsoft the world's third largest gaming company. Which to me already feels like they should be the third largest. It's kind of bad if they're not. Uh, but some in the industry are skeptical that the deal will go ahead. So Bloomberg has reported uh, and detailed that the potential blockage by FTC head Lena Khan, who has a history of advocating for a more forceful approach to reviewing deals, especially by big tech companies. They suggest that the FTC will have a democratic majority by then elevating a stalemate that caused inaction on Amazon slash MGM merger. Whereas... Uh, allevi- alleviating, I just want to clarify. Oh, alleviating. What did yeah. I say? Elevating. Elevating. I? I'm like, that's yeah. the opposite. Do you know why I got thrown? <laughs> I got thrown because it says a democratic majority, but what in? The FTC? Or are you saying a democratic majority just... in the... I was just regurgitating whatever Bloomberg okay. article said. Because so. <laughs> I was like, did Jason, write this. <laughs> I, yeah, I was like thinking, Democratic. There's zero chance I'll have a Democratic uh, majority in the in Congress because I'll lose that for sure. Uh, analyst Michael Pachter places the odds at the FTC lawsuit at ten percent, and chances of winning the case at zero percent due to the difficulty in defining the concentrated market. Quote unquote. The merger would cause uh, Microsoft wouldn't have a massive share in the market, and current antitrust law overlooks so-called freemium business model common in gaming. It's, oh, and then, like, uh, <laughs> it has been quite funny. Like, you know, friend of the show, not really, but we like him, Richard Hogue of Hogue Law. There's a really, really good YouTube channel focused on uh, law as regards to media and mostly gaming. Uh, has covered this. It's quite funny because he sort of was pretty aggressive against Jason Schreier and now Jason Schreier has blocked him on Twitter. And he's he's <laughs> what? just today gone back to Jason Schreier because there was a comment from Jason Schreier, quote, where is it? Quote, don't let loud fanboys or YouTube pundits mislead you into thinking any of this is inaccurate, end quote. Which, I mean, like, when you go through all the kind of law YouTubers, 
it's only really Hoglaw talking about this. I don't know who else he could be talking about, you know? Oh, I, I love this because everyone <laughs> loves a good spat. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Hog, Hog is just like, what does he say? Like, basically saying that, you know, the, their analysis is should be given equal treatment to someone like Anonymous XXX69420 from Reddit, you know? So, but, the, but the thing is, look, obviously, um, Richard Hogue is a very smart guy. Yeah. But I mean, like, if you read the article, they're just, they're just, it's, you know, we know Bloomberg is very biased in many ways, but you read the article and I didn't get the impression that they were, they were just basically saying, look, you know, like, this, this is what analysts are saying, you know. They, they, they kind of. That's why I included the thing about Michael Pactor because he's saying the opposite of what the other some of the other analysts were saying. So I didn't get it that there was any that much bias in this article, and he took it like it's ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> and it might not be the FTC. That's the thing because it's also the European like influence here, and they they could be they they've caused more change in in this space much more than the FTC or any of the US regulators. I, I, like I was really surprised when I looked at the share price. I mean, very simplistically, essentially, it's trading at around seventy five dollars at Activision Blizzard shares, whereas the strike price for the merger deal is ninety five. Right. So just very simplistically, if you buy a share today and just say like it was going to be acquired tomorrow, you're making twenty dollars per share. Right. Now it's a year until it closes. So all that Bloomberg's pointing out is the market is pricing this risk that this deal won't happen. I don't agree with where Hogue was coming from. He was overplaying the whole inflation element. Inflation's crazy in America, but it's not really like a massive factor in this space that you'd be really focusing on because it's also not inflation that you analyze. You've got to analyze what rates you can get. Like inflation's higher than the rates now by like a mile. So I think that was really flawed. And to be to to be fair to him, he actually said, this is like lawyer math. So I'm not really like that good at it. And I'm kind of like, well, I don't think he should really veer into this space because he doesn't know what he's talking about. But the other stuff that he was saying about the FTC, I agree with. I, but I think it's more like the European angle. And I think that's why the market's pricing in some issues there. So... So, man, man with octopus on the head. What is your in deep, deep analysis <laughs> of this business situation? I have, I have absolutely no thoughts on it. If it goes through, it goes through. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I really don't give a shit. I don't know that why. is my business analysis. This is this is Mike who like got so angry with us that we started this show, and then he's like, "I don't have an opinion on anything, and I hate games." <laughs> no. No, 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 no. I just, I, I just think when it comes to this business side of it, I, I don't, I, I don't think there's a reason, for example, why, why it would, it would even be an issue for it not to pass, given the statistics that we just talked about, where it's, a, it only now would become the third biggest, which is weird. I agree, it should probably be much bigger than that, but clearly it's not. Um, they're just adding a few studios to to their banner. Is it really something that that comes down to antitrust or anything like that? I don't know. It doesn't feel like it. It's not a big enough merger like that for it to be. Dollar-wise, absolutely. It seems absolutely crazy. Probably also because of the number of uh, you know clients or customers that, that, that Activision has that they're going to be gobbling in. But yeah, I think it's fine. I think it'll go through. I don't... Don't imagine it's going to fail at this point. Yeah, I I think Microsoft at this point, you know, they've had issues in the past, but I think they've got enough sway 
to yeah. you know they they will make this happen in some way form or another even if you know like often and i i'm i'm horrible when it comes to anything like this level of business in m a and anything Same. like that but Same. you know a lot of a lot of the time the the resolution is well you divest some something right so mm. for instance obviously they don't they king is a very important part but if the issue is well then that's a huge part then you know they would look at okay are there any divisions we have that we're currently working on mobile stuff on already microsoft you know and you divest that or you do something there um so there's always a way around it there's always a way they won't let this be stopped in any way so yeah i, don't, I think the market price is pretty fair because you're talking about 75 bucks to 95 bucks one year there's some risk it's still more than likely to happen that's what the market's saying uh and you've also got warren buffett who's investing massively i think he owns almost 10 percent of activision blizzard now through his berkshire hathaway because he's he's betting it's gonna happen so he's like great like i'm paying 75 bucks in one year's time i'm gonna get 95 but i'm getting 20 bucks for like that returns insane so he needs more money, doesn't he? No, but he, well, he runs an <laughs> investment I, I, firm, so I know. I know. he'd, he'd I know. be going against his fiduciary duty. But uh, I, I just think watch out for Europe. Europe are a bit random and they can throw spanners in the works to these kind of things. And I think this is like, I think when we, when it got announced, we we're all like, what the hell? Like, who's like, it's, it's almost like the next step would be like they're buying Nintendo hostilely. You know what I mean? It's like, what else that could I'd it be? I'd be surprised. I'd be surprised with that one. I think, I think they would, but there's Japanese rules around how they can't well, do that. Exactly, so. yeah. <laughs> and I think being such a big competitor in the gaming space, uh, yeah, I reckon the the FCC would probably go against that. Maybe, maybe. And interestingly, like the, there's been some recent or at least one job listing um, that indicates Microsoft aren't done in you oh, know, yeah. with acquisitions, which we expected. But at the same time, um, you've got... The rumors, which we've talked about in the show in the past, but they've they've cropped up again of um, with the whole Warner Brothers Discovery and all that stuff that potentially because you know that's a huge merger that's happening again, potentially selling off the game development studios, you know, like your NetherRealm Studios and things like that. That Microsoft are reportedly one of the interested parties, as you'd expect in in that kind of world. Mm. So I just wonder if I have no idea how it works. I, I imagine that if Microsoft then go and buy a bunch more companies while this thing is still kind of in the process, if if that impacts stuff and they're kind of, you know, waiting, you know, to see how the things go. <laughs> before, before they announce they... anything. Yeah, like, the, not the NetherRealm <laughs> Studios. Obviously, NetherRealm Studios is a blip in the radar of everything, but, you know, Microsoft might have other intentions and they're just obviously holding off, so who knows. Yeah, I will, and it feels like a few studios are looking to be acquired, like Ubisoft. like all Platinum. The... All the fan, well, yeah, they're they're almost desperate to be acquired, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I, yeah, I look at Ubisoft and it's like they're they're so perfectly poised to be acquired because they've got so many devs and people under their employee. They've got twenty thousand. Like Nintendo has six thousand. Like I, I look at Nintendo's Damn. output versus Ubisoft's output. I'm like, that's insane to me that they got twenty thousand. So this week that did. Are you also alluding to that there were rumors about that this week about Ubisoft acquisition? Well, so not so much fr- the rumors, fresh, but just the fact that some of the like family are like leaving the business. It's like they're getting to a point where there's like no consistent ownership of that business anymore. So I feel like that's like prime for a change then. 
So yeah, I know there were some rumors, but I didn't read much about them. It was more just oh, the yeah. facts that it, like had been changing on the ground there. So mm-hmm. well, they've been a target. I think it was Vendi were trying to buy them out. Years yeah, ago, and they kind of yeah. fought them off. So yeah, um, but I think that like that's the difference of going. Oh, they get bought off by a Microsoft, but maybe you know you could get a ten cent coming in and buying them. I feel like Tencent and Ubisoft are a good match for some bizarre reason. They are. I don't, yeah, I know yeah, exactly I why you disagree. Unfortunately, I don't that, that. Imagine that, Sweeney. It's like your favorite. One of your favorite series is owned by Tencent. I think Tencent's third currently, aren't they? So it's like Sony, Nintendo, Tencent, from what I understand, in terms of the biggest gaming companies. Yep. Yeah, nuts, nuts man. I can't believe uh, Microsoft is not the third biggest. That's just like insane to me. All right, let's get on to the next story. It's another spicy one. I think, Swinney, you can take this one away. Mm. Yeah, so this story is one that just really piqued my interest this week because um, it's about, you know, Japanese development studios and publishers, and you don't often hear about this kind of stuff because not only does is it rarer to happen, but also just people don't talk about it. So what am I talking about? The legendary Yuji Naka, formerly the head of Sonic's uh, Sonic team and one of the, the key programs behind the original Sonic games, very you know, very well renowned figure in the industry, Knights into Dreams and everything like that. So he was the director of Balan Wonderworld, that very critically claimed game that came out last year with an absolute uh, flop. <laughs> so basically, he actually spoke out on Twitter this week, and just some of the stuff he was saying is just so unexpected from a Japanese, uh, you know, like, person, Japanese developer, basically. But it was really, really interesting. So, I was mentioned Balan Wonderworld came out last year, last March. So, it came out really poor reviews, poor sales. Reports in June then indicated Yuji Naka, who directed it, had already left Square Enix by the end of April. So, it came out in March, he'd already left by the end of April. And everyone's like, oh, that was... It was unsurprising because of how badly this game went, but also just kind of such a fast exit, or you'd expect a fast exit. But what uh, Naka was talking about this week on Twitter, so he actually sued Square Enix because he got removed as the game's director six months before release. Mm. And I don't remember hearing any news about him getting removed as director at all. I don't think that was published. I don't think that was publicised. Because everyone sort of said it's like he... He released it, you know? Exactly. So, basically, and so he got released in his own words. And the, these are via translations. And I've actually gone, there's uh, probably the best translation I've found. Um, I forget where it was. But I've tried to be as accurate as I can from those from those. Was reports. it from VGC, Video Game Chronicle? They're pretty VGC, good. Yeah, VGC, and they updated with um, a more accurate translation. Um, yeah. So, basically, because original translations were like Google Translate and everything like that. <laughs> but anyway, so on Twitter, he... Uh, so, the, the actual trial has ended. I don't know what the outcome is. But basically, now he, he's, he's freely wanted to talk about this. And he got removed as director from the game six months before it released, remember, for two reasons that he identified or that he talked about. So one was the fact that they used a YouTuber's cover of one of the game's song for songs for promotional materials, essentially turning the comp- original composer into a ghostwriter. And he wanted to, he was <laughs> fighting for, no, we need to use the original versions in this. You know, it's essentially like discrediting the person's work as much as I'm sure the YouTube cover was all right. Yeah. The point is that like he didn't want that to be represent what the game was about and the game's uh, you know people put so much work into this stuff and the other reason was um that he really clashed with the co-developer who's uh, uh was Arzest 
um submitting the game for release and you know going through through all the 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 barriers there without fixing a lot of the key issues that he had identified and i think clashing there and, and all those issues basically they they put he he mentioned via a business order that released him as, as as director for the game for six months which is crazy to me because what i did i thought well we didn't hear about this but i remember when they launched this uh, when they announced this game it was like in a pre-show of the game awards or something it was a really weird time when they released mm. uh, when they announced it but so i went back and looked at the major trailers that they released to see where they stopped mentioning him as director and it lines up so perfectly so in the july 2020 announcement it's like directed by yuji naka the october 2020 directed by yuji naka and then january and march leading up into the release no mention of him at all so it's kind of like that that timeline works absolutely perfect there mm. and no one had any idea um but yeah so it's just such a like this game was already a class to fuck but this whole story behind it this is the kind of thing that you know we, we talked about jason schreier before and how he's taught he's written books talking about uh, the trouble development of games this would be a perfect game to kind of like to the find sequel. out about you know mm. especially the fact that there was a lawsuit and some of that information would you know would be public available if not now then then later or whatever but it's just a. Not only is the game such a bizarre thing to happen, and obviously by all accounts, I haven't played it. Was was a mess just to hear that he got removed. I, and what what's even happening in the B roll? I don't understand. <laughs> I mean, it's a three. It's a three D platformer. Like, but it it just wasn't what people were wanting. Like, it was just really obviously had issues. And some of the things that he Naka said about it. Um, so I pulled up some choice quotes, but basically. He, you know, he's talking about Square Enix not valuing valuing games and game fans. They blocked him from responding or liking anything on social media during that time as well. Mm -hmm. So he couldn't even like like people's fan art of the game. Like it's just kind of wild. So basically, he says like truly, he's truly sorry to the customers who bought Balan Wonderland. Uh, Wonder World. Wonder Everyone World. says Wonderland. Yeah, Wonderland. I know, yeah. I know. I even put it as our code for our little like run sheet. Um, <laughs> but uh, like, he's he's actually sorry to people that bought an unfinished game, and the fact that he thinks the critical reception it received had a lot to do with what happened, um, and he's really disappointed that a product he worked on turned out like that. So, mm. and I would be too. Like, he's worked on some he's worked on some games that haven't been amazing, but he's worked on some of those classic games of all time, and. You can kind of see where this whole thing's falling apart. Yeah, but not for a while. Like, he's—I actually went through his um, the games that he's worked on in the past. It's been a long time since he's worked on a big game, like a game but, like of this. This is like a double A game, right? But I—I I normally I would agree if they were going for a modern style game. This was definitely designed to be more of a throwback in design. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think that. Obviously, look, this game could have still turned out to be absolute crap, but it's clear that he obviously didn't think it was it was in its the right state to be anywhere near release. So. Yeah, and look, like we don't know. Like maybe they had given him notes, and you know, overseeing the game, and the they were not happy with its improvements or how it was going. You know, each quarter or whatever. But it is super interesting, though. Like I remember. You know, when you pointed out the story and I started looking into it a bit more, it's pretty crazy because I feel like everyone was kind of heaping shit on him. And I, like even myself, I was like, oh man, this is 
this is a terrible way to bow out pretty much because that's what it felt like it was like hmm. this guy's never gonna make a game again <laughs> of this kind of scale and then to sort of hear he was removed and then gagged and I actually you know it's it's a weird one now you kind of almost have to give him the benefit of the doubt because I know that uh Mike you said oh like what the hell is this game it, so this game by all accounts is a terrible game but it's amazing, you know, you probably, like, and you hear stories about this all the time, how a game could be horrible, and then you give it another six months of polish and cleaning stuff up, and it can go from, like, a really shit game to actually being a really decent game. Like, there's sometimes, you know, very concentrated things you can do. And I think one thing about this game is it's very distinct. Like, it's very odd, and it's very weird, and the characters are weird and odd, but I think that that could be cool oh. if if you wrap it into a good game. So I think, like, for me, the art and the way it looks and the craziness and the zaniness, that's fine. I've never had an issue with that in this game. But given that it's a bad game, it then makes it stand out even more in a bad way. (laughs) Because it's like, it looks crazy and it's really bad. So it's like, oh, geez. And look, there are some people that actually don't mind the game. But obviously, that's not what the majority of people out there were saying. I think, but it's also not just the majority. It's like the vast, vast majority. Like, I, I think that's the same amount of people that like the room, like legitimately like the room. <laughs> it's like, mm, does anyone legitimately like this game? I'm that's not really a sure. Bit harsh, but I, I, I like know what room. you're saying. I know what you're saying. I don't know. I've I've, I've watched. You people... like the room, Mike? You legitimately like the room? The, the puzzle one. <laughs> Am I thinking no, about a that, different game here? The, the room. The room is a good puzzle game. <laughs> to I be like fair, the room. it's fair that you thought of the game, the room, in a way. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> We're talking about, about the movie, the room. Oh, no, I thought about the game. I quite yeah, like yeah. the game. It's like yeah. an escape room kind of game. Game That was good. Okay, right. I don't know. I've never played it, to be fair, this game, but I have actually watched someone play it from scratch, first impressions, and I'm like, wow, this game is very odd, the choices that it's made, mm. and it does not look good at all. Um, it, it Like, for instance, the, there's only one action you have in this game, and it's mapped to every single button. Every face button's all the same mm. action. Like, there's just sort of very bizarre choices that are like, has has anyone on the team actually played a game who's made this decision? It's just, like, very bizarre, like, the conventions that it has. So, all right, cool. Um, let's move on to our next and final story, which is that we finally know Sony has revealed that Australian pricing for their revamped PlayStation Plus service and what do we think about it? I think we'll just stick to the yearly prices because I don't think we ever subscribe month to month for PlayStation Plus. So the I, first... I did, but yeah. But I mean, if people, I, if, people if, if we were disseminating information, then I would probably talk about all the pricing. Today. Maybe let's just, let's just go well, through Someone's we'll, looking some it up. Some people do. <laughs> all right, all right. I'll do it in a simple way. Yeah, so tier one in Australia. So this is different than overseas, but in Australia, because mm-hmm. we don't have uh, the cloud gaming elements, so we miss mm-hmm. out on PS3. So first tier is PS Plus Essential, which is the existing service, two free PS4 games, one free PS5 game and game discounts. Mm-hmm. For one month, it's 12 bucks. For three months, it's $34. And for 12 months, it's $80. That's the standard pricing the standard that it is now. standard existing price. Yep. Yep. Tier two, PlayStation Plus Extra. So it's all the previous benefits plus 400 downloadable PS4 and PS5 games. Okay with the titles yet to be revealed. Uh, for one month, it's $19. For three months, $55. And for 12 months, it's $135. Uh, 
and PS Plus Deluxe. So that's different to PS Plus. What's the other title? I can't remember. It's not Deluxe. Premium or something? Something. Uh, Yeah, so for Australia, it's called Deluxe. And it is all the previous benefits of those two tiers, plus hundreds of PS1, PS2, and PSP classics that can be downloaded. We do not have PS3 games because they are all on the cloud and it's not available in Australia. So for one month, it's $22, three months, $64, and 12 months, 155 Australian dollar roos. So to compare, Xbox Game Pass Ultimate is $192 for 12 months, standard price. That compares to PS Plus Deluxe, which is Mm $155. 25% cheaper, give or take. Yes. No day one releases. That's Mm. massive. (laughs) Like, you cannot understate how massive that is. I'd say so. And guaranteed first party releases as well. (laughs) The big piece of news that came out this week that people discovered is uh, essentially what they were saying is Depending on whatever the... Because you can... In America, we don't have this in Australia, but in America, let's say, you have PS Plus and PS Now, right? PS Now is a separate subscription to PS Plus. But they've got this weird system, which is... This is what they're going to say, is if you have PS Plus and PS Now, you get the highest benefit, PS Plus, whatever it's called. It's not Deluxe over there, but it's like PS Plus Ultimate or whatever, Right? They will give you the higher of it. So they'll give you the, the highest here and they'll look at whichever one is the longest dated and just take nice. it from there. So everyone was like, oh shit, what you need to do is stack, stack, stack as yeah. many PS pluses because it's cheaper. Well, that's and what then, we did with gold. Then sign up. No, no, no. But it's different, Mike, because gold is like the same thing. It all like, you know, merges onto the same thing, right? Yeah, yeah but, but they didn't, they used to have it so you could get gold and then would transfer over to the period, if I recall correctly, for ultimate. So I stacked also- a bunch at the start. It was also maximum of, I think, three years. It's three yeah. years for Xbox. Yeah. But this That's is different. Right. This is different. This is different, Mike, because these are separate subscriptions, yeah, right? Yeah, it's a bit weird and different. So yeah. people yeah. have already had stacked to, like, you mm. know how I was saying the other week? It was like some people had stacked it to 2041, right? Yeah. All you need to do is just sign up to PS Now, and when the service switches over, you will get the highest tier for for like till 2041 right nah so people went nuts and they were like oh shit i'm gonna like buy a whole bunch that's what they were doing they were buying it on amazon everything right then they go to redeem it and stack it (laughs) and then playstation's like (laughs) sorry but you can't do that work from a how does that work from a legal perspective where well the t's and c's you bought the no the t's and c's are silent on it so it's gonna be a product that you can't use anymore well, but yeah, they will, they will say you can redeem no, it when yeah. it expires. Yeah, look, I've not wow. read the T's and C's of this, but mm. that seems like a gross change in terms. <laughs> That's a huge change in terms. I'd be pretty pissed as a consumer. I, no, but it doesn't... I, I get why they did it, to be honest. I get why they did it. As it's a business a, person, it makes perfect sense why they changed it, right? Yeah, totally. Oh, yeah, why they changed it, but the mm. question is... Could they should they have been allowed to change it without breaking whatever terms they were? Again, I haven't read them. So look, I, th- I think the 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 right thing that they should have done is said to people, "You can't stack hmm. anymore, right?" Then like make the change. But obviously, if they do that, people are going to go and try to stack as many as they can because yeah, they course, know before they change. Yeah. Mass hysteria, dogs and cats, <laughs> yeah, and marrying or whatever. And, 
And but the thing is, I'm pretty sure I went through the Xbox terms, and I don't think it explicitly says in the terms and conditions you can only stack for three years. It's in the FAQs and things like that. So they're mm. also a bit weird on it, and the timing's the, weird as well. What happens with? I mean, I've never tried doing more than three years. So does it just stop? It you? doesn't does work. Does it only max out to there? It just it doesn't, doesn't work. work. Beyond yeah. that point, you can't redeem the last one. Yeah, and you got to be careful with the Xbox because if you get like a one month subscription and then try to stack three, it won't work. It'll only allow you to stack two. One year. Yeah. So you got weird. like two years and one month. I think I'm but covered for a while. With that's that. still that's still live. Like that's what I'm on, and you can still do that trick. Mm. So you know that's fine. So what it means is once they transfer everyone in the world across this, I think they'll allow stacking again. But they've already said here's the rates that we'll redeem it at. Mm. So it's like you know, it for people who missed out, it's like a lot of money difference. So- but I want to know if so, so. Currently, you can with with this essential version of it you can usually get discounts from jb high yeah. by the sometimes run a sale 25 percent off whatever yeah i do wonder if they're going to have that for the extra and the deluxe 100 for the yearly thing 100 they will because that's all right then you can use vouchers and you can yeah. kind of get that 150 down to maybe 100 which isn't too bad for you when you think oh, you yeah. already get so outside of the discounting situation what do we think <laughs> about this do we think it's uh, like specifically probably that deluxe package because we didn't we knew that we were getting I think it's cool well, we knew that we were getting a a cut down version of the top tier for international. Mm. The like, I know that last time we talked about, hey, look, it depends on what games, you know. So mm. that's still that's course, still yeah. to be determined. We know that some games that have been showing up on the back end that kind of this week and mm. um, like PSP version Ridge Race and all these other games, it's kind of obvious filter. ones, yeah. Yeah, siphon filter games, but until there's a full list, it's not worth kind of you know going piecemeal on that. But yeah. just overall, I know Mike, you've already cut in and said your thoughts. Sorry, yeah, um, no, no, but I'll justify it. It's not just uh, it's not just being being a dickhead. I, I think 154 bucks for the full shebang of bang, even if you're missing PS3 stuff, isn't that bad when you think about it from a value perspective. That's what 12 odd bucks a month if you look at it that way. Every month, you already get the two free PS4 games, although I'm wondering if there's going to be a bit of an overlap between the four... We've spoken about this before. Between, yeah. Between it, the 400 and the ones that games. are free. They're going to be shit games. They're probably going to be shit games. Who knows? But hey, you never know. You know, you might get a, a decent free PS5 game a year, which is still pretty good. Um, surely in those 400 downloadable games, there's going to be a couple of gems that are worth playing that year for 154 odd bucks. Um, and then, of course, you know, you're talking about multiplayer inclusions to be able to play with friends and all that jazz. I think as a package for the price of effectively two standard games for a whole year worth of gaming, eh, it's not that bad. Again, pending what they have as a catalog, but 154 bucks for that kind of catalog, eh, it sounds, sounds all right to me. I don't think it's that bad. Plus, again, if you get discounts on top of that, I think it's a pretty good deal. Mm. I Yeah, I think... When I initially saw the price, I'm like, well, that's a lot of money. But then when I started to think about Xbox Game Pass, and I'm like, well, that's also a lot of money. It's obviously huh. more. Um, I think the difficulty for me, and I mentioned this last time, so I don't repeat myself too much, is the fact that if you're going to have both, then you really have to question it, I think. Because if you have multiple consoles, then that adds up to, you know, it's getting like 300 and something bucks there. That's mm. It's pretty pretty crazy. Um, but I am really interested in those PS1 ps2 games and like mm. psp i never had a psp so the, all those games would mm. pretty much be new to me 
it's it's not that bad when I break it down to a monthly cost for to purchase per year. I'd be pretty uh, happy with that. that. It's it's Netflix prices basically, and we're all quitting Netflix because they're gonna stop the family thing. So there you go. You got an extra twelve odd bucks per month to use on this. I'm, I have no Netflix <laughs> family. I'm I'm alone. I'm a Netflix loner. Oh well, they they, they haven't actually done that yet. That's what not yet. They, but they when they do, say, then I yeah. can switch over to this. If Just wait do. till Elon Musk buys Netflix and then they'll yeah, scrap right. that. Puts all right wing. Puts a uh, Ben Shapiro on the front page. Um, yeah, well, what do you think it's got price wise? Yeah, look like for money. I hate. So just to clarify, wait, to let me let me say my statement. Let me let me say. I can mute you on my end. Let me <laughs> let me state what I believe. Right. So, firstly, you know, for me, the discounts, getting it for cheaper, is is incorporated in my analysis of it. Right. So, I've got Game Pass Ultimate. It's like about fifty bucks Australian a year. That's what I've got it for. Right. It's crazy cheap. That's insanely cheap. Like in American money, that's like funny money, right? It's like, 35 bucks or something. Yeah, it's about 35 to 40 uh, Australia, US dollars a so year. So I just was it the reason why I didn't want to say it is because I wanted to, for the general uh, yeah. people that aren't going to probably go through those, those jump through those hoops to get those. Yeah, no, that's why yeah, I wanted yeah. to kind of base it on that. But that's fine. No, but uh, like I guess it's important for me to say that because it's like, I'm even getting it for like a third of the price that you actually have to pay for Game Pass, right? I think that's that's a material thing to say that I just realized it's not for me. Like I could play It Takes Two uh, through Game Pass, but I find the PC Game Pass to be a pain in the ass. And I just went and bought It Takes Two. I'm going to try to convince one of you bastards to play it with On me. On PlayStation. Yeah, PlayStation. But I mean, it makes sense because you're not you don't have an Xbox, so that that makes. Yeah, but I've got sense. a PC, right? Yeah, but it's 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 a different. I think it's not that you're getting half of the package because it's not. It's it's worth more than that. But I yeah. find, for example, with Game Pass, I'm more likely to use my Xbox for those games. Yeah, I I, I agree with that. I agree with and that. And I don't know why. I actually don't know why. I can't rationalize it. I just tend to just play them more on the TV. But ultimately, so it's worth more money that way. ultimately for me, it's just like, I like to go, okay, this is the game I want to play, get it, rather than having a small selection yeah, that's selected for me. Even though it's like, to be fair, very comprehensive. Like if all you played was Game Pass games, you're covering a lot of genres, a lot of different types of games, good quality that's games, and then day bad, one yeah. games, right? Starfield, mm. that's amazing. Like, I'll play Starfield on the PC for sure, right? Huh. Uh, with the PlayStation 1, I think I got it for like 50 bucks, PlayStation Plus. Paying double that, like, I'm, I'm guessing, I'm, I, I think Mike's right. We'll be able to get it for around Australia, 100, 110 uh, US, uh, Australian dollars. I wouldn't get that. Like, I don't think it's worth it for me. On, like I know it's illegal, but I I think I'd just go and play like a PlayStation One game on emulator if I was really like dedicated to doing that, you know. And the games that I'd want to play, I'm guessing aren't going to be on there. And we still don't know, but stuff like Metal Gear Solid and Metal Gear Solid Two, like I'd love to go back and play Let's those see. games. I just can't get chance. them on 360. I think there's a good chance those games eventually, when once they clear up the issues around the licensing yeah. thing that they had to kind of deal with, I reckon those will will show up. Yeah. Maybe. And then with the PlayStation 4 tier, like the middle tier, to me, it's like, what's the point? I've already got so many PlayStation 4 and 5 games that... Probably you not know, the ones you really want to play Yeah, anyway. correct, correct. Yeah, that's the thing, yeah. So probably PlayStation, uh, yeah, PSP is the most interesting to me, followed by the PS2. And I really wish the PS3 was there because there are still PS3 games I'd want to play that I don't have copies of and they're not easy to get in Australia. Hmm. But... You know, maybe they're working on that to make the emulator work on the... Like, the PS5 is powerful enough to have PS3 games run on it. 
It's oh. just a lot of work. And whether Sony wants to do that, I'm not sure. But look, I think it's going to be successful, but it's not like what Xbox is doing, where they're going full on, like, this is our business now. Like, so I don't see it succeeding in that way that Game Pass will. I think Game Pass is a way better deal. Like, getting day one games is insane. And, like, you know, it hasn't happened yet, but there will be great games that come out on Game Pass in the next couple of years that will be day one free. That's just, I'd like... That they still were, if it depends what you're into. If you're into Gears of War, for example, that came out day one. Forza Horizon, genre, very good. Horizon, yeah. yeah there's a yeah. few titles but like that. Not that, that many pretty, at this stage. But I'm, I'm to be fair to Microsoft, you know... I do believe that, yeah, the games will start coming, given the studios they've bought, right? Like, the next id game is going to be free on Game Pass. That's sick. That's what I mean, That's yeah. yeah. That's just, like, like a must-play well, game, What right? I think is ultimately insane is that, you know, for 55 bucks or whatever you paid, not only do you get Forza Horizon 5 for 55 bucks, which is cheaper than actually buying it retail anywhere else, you then get the entire catalog on top of that. So I think that's where the, the amazing value comes from, that all it takes is one game at that price per year, and everything else is just a bonus. And that's just for one year. Like, that's a month worth of gaming. So I think it's, to, to me, it's it's actually amazingly good value. Mm. Like, well, I could, if I didn't have specific games I wanted to play, I could, I like you the way you're doing it, Swinney, how you're playing through the Game Pass catalog. There's so many bloody good games that I could literally go through the entire year and only play Game Pass games. There's, a, there's also trash as well. So oh, of course, so there's, there's trash. trash. No, no, absolutely. But I'm saying there's still really cool, awesome titles. Like, for example, Fallout yeah. 4. I never really played it, never finished it so, properly. I could play that for months. I know we said it before, but June 22nd is when this is out in Australia. Okay. So are you going to sign up, Swinney? Because you don't I even don't... have PS Plus right now. Oh, yeah. No, so that's the thing. Is I, it really depends on the catalogue. That, like, that, that's ultimately my my decision point. It will mm. be the catalogue. Um I'm really interested to see what PS2 games they put on there. And I'm not like, I don't want your GTAs. It's like, they, they're all games I've played so much. I'm interested in, are they going to put some some RPGs that I've never played on the PS2? You know, mm. like, because they never came out in Australia. You know, a lot of, mm, even in the PS2 sense. era, like, there's still a lot of stuff that never came out here. So, um, I have to say, it makes so much sense for you. Like, it makes an incredible amount of sense because, you know, Returnal's going to be on it. Spider-Man, Miles Morales. Like, there's a whole bunch of games that will be on it that you haven't bought. And, you know, they'll be there as part of the subscription. So There's a very good chance I'll probably end up jumping on it. Yeah. I'd rate the odds, the market around it. You'll be the first to jump on it. I reckon, because I'm not getting it. And Mike will get it the next day, saying that he won't get it. it. No, no, I legit, I, I, I don't. There's, there's gonna have to be something really, all really. Right, we'll see. No, Mike, but I, because like you bought have... Pokemon Arceus, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm an idiot. I <laughs> learned my lesson, all right? That. Did you return that, was the that lesson... by the way? Of course I did. That was the lesson okay. I learned. So, <laughs> I but you know, but here's, here's the funny thing. I made money out of that game by returning it. So whatever. I made money out of the game. I did. Because the games I traded in, I got money more back for the games that I traded I in than what I bought this game for. <laughs> That's the episode title. Uh. I don't know. Not not cat boy, but cat dog podcast. Uh, so so <laughs> it, I I I really okay. don't see why because I still have you can you can you can remember this timestamp for whenever this comes out. I still haven't played God of War. I still haven't played uh, Detroit Become Human. There's okay, all these I'm games that I have that are free. Uh, the Last Garden, etc., which are probably the major games you want to play on PlayStation 4, etc., anyway. And 
let's be honest, nostalgia aside, I don't really give a shit about PS1 and PS2 games anymore. I, there's nothing that... Maybe I'll boot up Gran Turismo 1 and 2 just for kicks, but I like don't really care. Huh? You said you should work for Sony Henke. Mike Ryan. Yeah. Mike Ryan. Maybe, Mike, but Mike I just Ryan. don't... I, no, Your no, son. I think, I think there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a market for it, absolutely. It's just personally... There's way too much other stuff out there to play for me to go back and play those games again. Yeah, why play Gran Turismo on PS1 when you can play Gran Turismo 7, Number right? 7. Well, probably because there's no microtransactions <laughs> in number 1. So I'd probably, I've heard plus, that... it's got more actual cars that I like. I, so I'm not following it closely, but I've heard that they've made massive changes in GT7. They have. I think they've That people are it, yeah. basically like, they're pretty happy with how it is. Yeah, now. but it's it's too late. For me, I don't too late. It's just like a month after it came out. No, it doesn't matter. No, they to to me they burnt me. Like they can go get fucked. They I don't no because because their intentions clearly come from a bad place originally, and I don't I'm not going to sit there and give them my money anymore. So I want you to say there's no chance you're going to get this. No, I'm not going to say that because there is a chance. (laughs) There is a chance. That I can borrow it from someone for free or something like that. No, no, no. I'm talking about PlayStation money. PlayStation Plus Deluxe. There is there is very minimal chance I'm going to get it when you it comes out. You said you're not getting it. Wait, when it comes out, because that's when you asked me. Yeah, okay. So you're like, not getting I don't it. know what's going to happen two years from now, okay, a year so from you're now. You're just saying you're not get getting it. it when it comes out. Okay, good. Michael will buy about no. 20 games, trade in five, get three back, trade those in, and then he'll somehow get some PlayStation cards, and then he'll get it for like 10 bucks. It, no, yeah, that. yeah it, it'll, <laughs> it, it's 155 per year, and then JB or EB will do a sale. We'll pay it's like me. 130, 135, <laughs> and he goes, well, it's basically free, so I had to get it. No, 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 no. I'll find a way for them to basically pay me to go get it. I could stack it, reverse stack it, call up customer service. Like when I bought my PlayStation 4 for like 30 bucks. All right, let's get on to the 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 famous famous segment. Ah, my favorite. One min for the swin. So we wrap up the news, all the news that we're not going to cover specifically. And Swinney will cover it all in one minute. We're up to 193 words now, Swinney. Adding one word per week until you fail. He is on. But he's, under, he's, he's been smashing it, so... Just under yeah, two months until we get to the level that Mike was going at for <laughs> months. <laughs> and then Mike takes it over again. But Mike, what is your starting point? Are you going to start at 190 take words? It over again. Yeah, I feel like we need to start higher up. Yeah, yeah. I think I think if it goes back to you as well, so we it's need to too, start at 180. 180 is way too easy. Yeah, it's way too yeah. easy. For, for, I'm bad. I need like 140 or something yeah. like that. And unlike me, Swinney's not dyslexic and he's na- a native English speaker, so I think he's fine. I was going to say native. I'm like, oh yeah, you're not a native English speaker. That's true. All right, Swinney, whenever you're ready, uh, we'll start the counter. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 has been officially announced with a full reveal due next week. Blizzard will also reveal their mobile Warcraft game next week. 2K reportedly working on a Rocket League clone with bikes instead of cars called called Gravity Goal. Diablo Immortal launches in open beta on 2nd of June for mobile and PC. Uncharted Legacy of Thieves collection is also coming to PC in June. Naoki Yoshida has revealed that Final Fantasy XVI development is in the final stretch. The Xbox and Bethesda game showcase has been confirmed for June. Six minutes, six minutes of test footage for Ubisoft Skull and Bones is leaked online. Sony reportedly now requires some PlayStation developers to make time-limited game trials. And the PlayStation 5 is finally getting variable refresh rate support this week. Super Mario theme film has been re- delayed from this December to April next year. While Sonic 2 is now the all-time highest-grossing video game movie in the US, surpassing the first Sonic film. Reggie fils has said he's a believer in blockchain and will monetize his Animal Crossing Island if he's Ooh. good. And finally, the legendary Kirby celebrated his 30th birthday. Oh, wow, too easy. Seconds left? Holy yeah, crap. this is, this is going to go on forever, man. Oh, That's well done. This, i got to fail this one on bur- purpose. Well, I, well I think you did fail it. You said 
2K reportedly working on it. You skipped the R, so technically... I think I said... I actually said an extra word later, so... Uh, I can't remember what I think you did, actually, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. So... (laughs) Reggie, Reggie, Reggie. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just like, we need more words in there. Now, Reggie did clarify, in saying he believed in blockchain. No, no, he was talking basically that he believes the way that it's kind of being positioned at the moment is just, like, making money for the developers, not anything of benefit to yeah. players so it has to be like designed around that but the fact that he said he'd like to be able to sell his animal crossing island if he could is kind of wild to me so but i think he was being a bit flippant when he was saying that probably right? with yeah. that one yeah I yeah so. like totally i'm a believer in blockchain but i think the nft thing is like dying in a ditch as it should hmm. like my favorite was um you know jack dorsey's first tweet it sold for millions and, and then, then for 250 bucks yeah they tried to sell it for 45 million I think it sold for four thousand US dollars. No, or I thought it was two hundred fifty-three dollars. No, nah, I think there was Wasn't some, some ridiculous. No, nah, there were some bids. Oh, there were like, further bids. Yeah. Okay, fair yeah, but like in the orders of magnitude, still whatever. It's the person peanuts, lost yeah. millions on exactly. this NFT. It's oh, unbelievably no. crazy. And there was also an NFT heist recently that people lost all their money. And yeah, there was another that. one that was awesome where they had a rule where it's like if two thirds of the block voted for something, they could change the rules. So someone borrowed all this money, bought two thirds of like the items and then change the rule to say all the items are owned by me. <laughs> so everyone lost their ownership. The other one it's, third of people lost their ownership you, in the items. You, you know something you know something <laughs> like is that. you know something is abhorrent when people get completely royally screwed over yeah. in ways that are I know the legality of this is all up for in the air, but in completely legal ways or what you'd assume is illegal yeah. ways and no one cares. Everyone's like, well, <laughs> that's what you did you got in there it's true that's true okay what if hear me out what if we make big wig nfts yeah i mean look the little potties they're they're perfect (laughs) they are actually nfts like (laughs) there we go potty apes potty apes potty apes um i was super disappointed about the super mario movie getting delayed and i'm getting more and more nervous about that movie as well like, I think the people who are making it are not like, it's not like a slam dunk, the studio behind it. So the folks behind Despicable Me and all that kind of stuff, I'm like, oh. Oh, the original yeah. Despicable Me was pretty good. I mean, good. That, I that's a good it. studio. If you're not getting, Pixar wouldn't do it, but I'm, if you're not getting leveled out, I think Illumination a good fit. But about the Sonic 2 movie, God, that has been such a home run. Like, oh, my, yeah. My nephew is now obsessed with Sonic, and hmm. like so much so that I actually got him Sonic Colors. Oh wow! Nice. But um, but it's like, it's Sonic is just such a good thing for kids as well because Sonic mm. hasn't been at the top like Mario all this time. But the fact that he still resonates so well with kids, it's kind an of underdog. Wild, so. Can I just? <laughs> this is wildly inappropriate, but I do find it funny that the people that kept Sonic alive are the fairies. And now, like, now Sonic is revitalized. But Sonic may have died in a ditch if it wasn't for the fairy community. So we should, uh, you know, acknowledge the fairy community kept Sonic alive. And hey, I'd, I have no issue hey. with the fairy community as long as they keep it yeah. clean. As long as they keep it clean, that's all. Oh, they, they don't like keeping it keep clean, it that's for themselves. sure. I don't know. <laughs> that's only a subset of that community. Eh, whatever. Each to their own. And you Each. know the other thing I wanted to point out was... Um, don't hurt anyone else. Let them be happy. Oh no, I'm, dude! I'm not. I'm not knocking it. I'm like actually know, celebrating them. I'm saying they kept it alive. <laughs> um, the variable refresh rate on the PS5 is massive yeah. to me. 
Like it literally a, makes me wait, go. Do you, have a, you don't have a TV that does that. Do no, you? but I've been waiting because I'm like, what's the point of getting it unless the PS5 can do it? Like no mm. other console I have yeah, needs it. Yeah, good point. Right? It makes yeah. no sense. Because we were talking about getting a C1 or something, weren't you? Yeah. Well, and I did a whole bunch of research the last week the around C2 shit. the C2. And the C2 is super disappointing. There's like heaps of issues huh. with it. Like, and there's extra lag. So to me, it's like for a, a TV, they're kind of marketing a, a little bit to gamers, hmm. you know, because they're calling out features to have like that's such a no-brainer you have to make sure that you're not adding lag between generations oh totally and they can update it with firmware and stuff like that but to me it's like i don't trust that i'll never like go into a tv expecting an upgrade in the firmware (laughs) like that neither that's insane i I bought a tv back in what is it three years ago no more than that it's got to be about yeah three and a half years ago or something no firmware updates had a firmware update two weeks ago I'm like, what the hell did they update? Am I, it's uh, Hisense. Oh, they, yeah, that, that's Did you go weird. on too? I'm no. like, what the hell no, are they I was updating say, this, this late? I got a Sony TV recently. Not an OLED, just a regular one. And man, I get so many updates on it. It's huh. it's updated like six times. Wow. And I have not noticed one single thing so better. TV. Or, yeah, exactly. Usually it isn't. It's like bugs and crashes. Yeah. I don't, I don't even know what the, what they update, to be honest. I think they also update some of the stuff they want to like sell on it because <laughs> maybe it, these yeah. smart TVs have got like a lot of BS like subscriptions oh, yeah. and all that kind yeah. of stuff. So I miss my old Sony and had none of that stuff. Yeah. It didn't even connect to the internet. And I think it's also seeing Swinney, Swinney, because I visited his place. He's got a C165 inch, I believe. Really nice. I'm like, yeah, it's a pretty nice TV. And just with the kids and stuff, they're always downstairs and they, like, have movies and stuff, and I can't bloody watch my sports or just play mm. games or whatever. We've got a huge place, so I'm like, uh, maybe I'll properly set up upstairs to have the TV. Do a cinema room. Nah. Dedicated to just that. Pad the walls out, painted nah, black. Nah. When Get we, some <laughs> when 5.1. We, <laughs> when we got crazy in lockdown, I did actually measure the room to put, like, cinema seating in. To one of the rooms, I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah, I could put an elevated platform here. Yeah, <laughs> so, and you I'm can like, do nah. that all yourself. No, 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 I'm not going to do anything. Even of that the carpeting, crap. you could do yourself. So I am going to keep my out eye out for a C1, but I'm just debating about the C2. size. Wait, do they still make the C1s? Yes, yeah. alongside yeah. the C2s, they've manufactured. They're still manufacturing. So what's them. the advantage of the C2 over the C1 on paper? Uh, I think the HDR is better, and there's okay. a few other features. Uh, but it's, it's not a massive higher, leap. Mark. It's one higher. <laughs> it's one higher. Okay, fair enough. It's not a massive leap, so Twice as good. I'm trying to keep my eye out. Like, could I get a 77 inch or something like that? It's crazy how much. I think you can get a 77 a, inch because you got a 65 inch, right, Swinney? Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy the price difference, man. Because like, how much? 65 inches have been on sale for like about 2800 recently. Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah, I paid a this, lot yeah. more than that when they came out. <laughs> but the 77, they're still trading for like. Five grand, basically. I'm like, what? No, not worth it. You can get yeah, sixty five to seventy seven. It's not like a massive. Ah, <laughs> uh, you notice the difference, but I don't uh, think yeah. it's worth the price difference. Absolutely not. I think we've got a seventy five inch downstairs from memory. Seventy mm. inch, maybe. I don't know. You know what I'm interested in? Mm. Although I there's think an the eighty three gaming... inch. Maybe, maybe I could get. Yeah, an you'd have inch. to get a, get a jump like that. that but even that, unless, unless it's around the five k mark, which is still a lot for a bloody TV. Yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't yeah. do it. At, but that, what at I... that point, it owns the room. It's not like part of the room. It literally is the room. Base. Well, well, if you got a TV like that, but not really. But <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, geez. <laughs> what I what I 
<laughs> am interested in is Hisense make a laser projector. So it's a short throw laser projector. <laughs> I don't know projector. how this is going, like, so off topic. But I have on, no idea. On. But it's a short throw laser projector. Yeah. So basically, so it's really close to the wall. Uh, you're actually I'm not a big fan of those. But yeah, go on, go on, go on. But you get 100 inches for like <laughs> two and a half K or something. So what you're saying, Mike, you could do Not that. Not as good image quality, but it's pretty cool. You could do that, and that means you've got extra space for all the arcade one-up cabinets you can put along the wall. Pretty <laughs> yeah, exactly. So much that I could do. But now I was considering something like that as a next purchase. Well, but Once not for gaming. Projectors are terrible for gaming. Well, it's, it's, it's different. It's laser throw projectors. It doesn't matter. It's not matter. a standard doesn't type matter. of projector, but... The I don't think it's something I would get for, for that, yeah. Yeah. If you want it for movies, I've got a friend who that's their job, like just to install and like do all that kind okay. of stuff. So Hook they me can, up. Yeah, like he's mad on projectors, but for movies, not for games. Yeah, just for movies. I wouldn't use yeah. a projector for that. Isn't his room? Yeah. His bedroom. Like this one that goes on the whole wall. The project on the whole wall. Yeah. But you know, tell, you <laughs> know what I did I, I actually did that in my in my old place. I had one sitting on the bed behind me. And just for casual stuff and casual viewing, casual gaming. Yeah, that's what. Awesome. Yeah, you're just watching dude, casual thing, stuff in your bedroom. That's right. No, my girlfriend and stuff was there too. And this, <laughs> this thing was was a cheap, cheap thing I got from Amazon. Um, but for Switch games and that kind of stuff, it's perfect. You don't really like. You don't care about lag and shit as much. It was that's awesome. True. All right, let's go to the review. So Nintendo has brought back their successor to the Wii Sports series called mm. Nintendo Switch Sports. So as the resident sports fan on the show and only sports fan, what do I think about Nintendo Switch Sports? So I'll keep it brief. To me, like I'll I'll TLDR this. If you like Wii Sports, thought Wii Sports was cool, enjoyed it, you'll like this. Get this. Absolutely highly recommend getting this. Review over. <laughs> Pretty much, everyone. you can skip the review now. This is, we care about your time on Big Week, right? Now, if you're on the fence about Wii Sports, uh, it's a bit questionable, this game. Like, if you're not into Wii Sports, don't get this game. Now, if you're not sure, the way I look at this is, if you're looking for a party game, if you're sort of like, you know, Smash Brothers, great party game, Mario Party, all these kind of Switch party games to me this is a great party game if you have a lot of people like in a lot of parties and you like to play games because it's a good mix-up and there's a lot of really fun games in this it's six games on launch they're adding golf in which i'm actually really looking forward to uh in i think september this year august september and then potentially further sports down the line i wouldn't be shocked if it's like dlc which I'm glad. People to, off. i'm glad to hear that because as someone that has not played this game the one thing that that spoke out to me when I was looking this up and, and looking at what this game had to mm. it was the fact that there was only six sports. And I know that's, that is not like the original Wii Sports and everything, but I still think of the original Wii Sports as a pack-in. So it kind of made sense. This, to me, is like in, in this day and age, just felt like it just should have had more. So it's glad to hear that they're, they're adding some stuff. Yeah, well, at least one, which I don't think is super substantial. And look, like I'll start the review in proper... Um, like, I, I differ from a lot of people's perspective on this. Like, I really like this. I think this is a really good package. But I probably think about things differently than people. Like, on the comment around the amount of sports, to me, even watching people play Wii Sports, there was kind of like, it really was dominated by tennis and bowling. And some of the other sports that were a bit hit and miss. And I didn't see people, like, I'd go to heaps of people's places. Everyone would just play tennis and bowling. So to me, 
I'm fine if they only have a minimal set of sports as long as they execute them really well. And the thing here is like all six sports are executed very, very well. And they're very like, they're different. I know that like people argue, especially with like the racket stuff, it's like super similar, which I don't find personally. Like the um, badminton and tennis to me, like feel really different. I understand that they're racket sports, but I don't know. I feel like they're different personally, but um, the one that was new to this is soccer and the soccer in this is freaking awesome. It's like amazing. Like it actually <laughs> literally blows me away. It's super, it's like as arcadey as you could ever possibly get a sports game. <laughs> like you were running around with, you know, this variant of a me and you actually have to use two Joy-Cons for this. So you you actually have to use the the left analog stick, which feels kind of weird in these kind of games, but you're using the left analog stick to actually move around, like move your character. It's not motion, that part of it, but the actual kicking and heading the ball and all that kind of stuff is using motion. Hmm. And so I played all of the games like pretty, like, you know, pretty much as much as I could on each one on average. But this one to me, because it was new, and just the way they did it, because it's like a fresh look at it, it was like awesome. And the only criticism I'd probably have, and I always have this of Nintendo, is it's the same as Smash Brothers. Like, I kind of wish sometimes they would just throw everything, all the history out of the prior games and try to rethink what they would do with them. Because like bowling is like 100% like bowling in the Wii version of bowling. Um, the one change on that, that is super awesome. And I called this out when I did the, the online test is it's like, uh, like almost like a, not a battle Royale. That's a stupid way to say it, but it's a survival version of bowling that you play online. So you have 12 players and then about half of them or like a third of them are eliminated each round. So it's like three sets and the rounds and it's actually like super entertaining and competitive and like it adds so much to it because I was playing it a few times. I've won a few. And then like, sometimes you're like right on the edge and you're like, Oh shit, I need to get like a strike or else I'm out. Like I'm going to get eliminated. So it, it does add something to it. And it's, it's oh, super entertaining. I think, that's pretty cool. I think the survival bowling and the soccer are, to me by far the standouts, the volleyball is like super awesome in it. Tennis is always cool in it. Um, and then in uh, badminton as well. I'm missing one of the sports. One of the sports are the, it's, it's are the, the camera. Sword fighting one. Yeah, the sword yeah, fighting yeah. one. Yeah. The sword fighting one's really cool. So I was playing that with my son, my four and a half year old. And like, he liked that one. Cause it's just like, you know, you're sword fighting. He's like really intense and getting into it and stuff. I but, like they've got a version that has the two swords. Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. Two Joy-Cons. And it's so weird because he's not seen Star Wars, but it's amazing how much that infiltrates the culture. He's like, oh, this is my lightsaber. This is my lightsaber. <laughs> I'm like, where, where are you even getting this from? Like, I, I've not shown you these movies yet because I want to save them for him. But um. That that's really cool, but I yeah, like I said, I think the standouts definitely are the soccer by a million miles, and okay. survival bowling is just really cool. I think golf will be really cool, just seeing some of the clips on what they're showing. It's going to be, I think that's going to work out well. Damn, so. I didn't have you, just for that. Have you tried the kick out kickoff mode or whatever the no? With, so that's where you can use the the strap. The leg and strap. They give you the, they give you the leg strap, the physical version, don't they? Yeah. So if you have, oh. so it's kind of an interesting one. I wanted to get an extra leg strap. Because I have, uh, what is it called? Uh, Ring Fit Adventure. Yep. So Ring Fit Adventure comes with a leg strap and then the, the ring, they, you know, the sort of, you know, calisthenic style ring that they give you with it. 
the leg strap's exactly the same. So I just wanted a backup leg strap. Otherwise, I think for most people, you probably just get the digital version because then it's just on your on your switch and you don't have to like put in the the cart and everything like that. But I did want a backup one. So yeah, you're right. It comes with it. It's not like full freight like in Australia. I think it's not $60 in the States either. I think it's like 50 or 40 US dollars. I heard they potentially may add in using that for the main soccer mode as well. Um, it's oh, not like, really? yeah, I've heard that that may potentially get added in in an update. So, yeah, and then you also have like you know, like the online on this was shockingly good for a Nintendo game. Like I played a bunch of it, and I was like, huh, that's kind of weird. Like I haven't had any issues, and at first I was like, are these bots? I think it's bots at the start just to kick you off, but. It definitely was playing against real people because what ended up happening was, given the hours I was playing in, it was just full of Japanese people. It was like all their names were Japanese mm. and the titles were Japanese as well. And like, it's unlikely Nintendo is going to fill it up with bots that are Japanese writing and titles. That mm. just doesn't seem like it would make sense. And the way, they, the way that they were interacting and stuff just didn't feel like bots. <laughs> you you suck know, Miguel. Yeah. So, sports, massive highlight. Now, one of my biggest criticisms of this game is there's a whole bunch of customization and I, I'm okay with the way that they've done the customization. It's you can't unlock everything on day one. So it's very much a wanting to keep you engaged model. So like Mario Maker 1 style, isn't it? Yeah, a bit like that. Yeah. So, and you, Mike, you would hate this type of system, but essentially the more you play, you earn points. You earn about anywhere from 30 if you've just bombed out to 110 points per mm-hmm. game you play, right? Okay. And you need 100 points to then pick... Like, you don't get to pick. There's, like, basically two sets of items that you can pick from. If you pick one, they it then randomly just goes... And picks an item that you get, right? The good thing is it doesn't, like, ever land on those items again and, like, mm-hmm. you know, dodge you or anything like that. But those sets of items, they have a countdown, so currently it's about two weeks. And I think standard, like they're going to make it so it's every three weeks or something like that. Okay. So if you do not get these items, what they're saying is you might not get them for like 12 months or six months or whatever. So okay. you, you kind of wow. like have to keep playing the game. Why? Just to get you to keep playing the yeah, game? Yeah, and you know, honestly, I don't mind that. I don't mind when games Why? do this kind of stuff because they're trying to keep you engaged and it's like, it's yeah, like Splatoon. You get engaged because the game's a good game, not because... Yeah. Some bullshit incentive. Look, nah, I hate that idea. No, <laughs> honestly, though, I also don't give a shit about customization of my character and stuff. I'll just pick whatever. Well, then you, it doesn't it bother you then. But uh, just the principle behind it is shit. Because if you make a good game, you make a good game and people play it because it's a good game, not because you incentivize them with nonsense. Yeah, but I think like the biggest difference is number one, it's not like loot boxes where you can get the same crap multiple times over and over again and you're not paying for it, right? So it's like, yeah, you just get these things, I know, right? but just the randomization in it, it's just, it's stupid. It's so needless. And it's not the kind of game that I think you need to keep people hooked on unless there's microtransactions in it or there's an incentive for you yeah. to make some money back out of it. People should play it however they want to play it, when they want to play it. I, because I believe- they'll do that. Yeah, I think, was it Wii Sports Resort, I think it was, had more of a, like an actual like traditional progression system where you like master things. So I think the, they've obviously gone for a different approach with mm. this, mm. like more of like a modern approach, better or worse, depending on how you take now, that. So now, I, I, don't, I don't mind it, right? I don't, it doesn't bother me. But the one thing about it that I do think is bad 
and this is my biggest criticism of the game in general, is that you can only earn these points and then get the items to customize by playing online. So if you play this at parties with lots of friends for hours and hours and hours, you earn jack shit, like zero, nothing. And I think that's not right. And, no. But I can kind of see the problem that they're in because I think it isn't necessarily just all in the game, all baked in. Maybe it is. Maybe all the items are already there. But mm. I think there's a possibility it's going to be like updates and actually send you the content. So theoretically, maybe you need to have the online to be able to bring that stuff in. I don't know. Fair how enough actually for that. But I mean, that's just, a, that's just a software update. Yeah, yeah maybe, maybe you're right. Any yeah. normal update, they could do it as well. Yeah, that's my biggest criticism of the game. I just think that was totally unnecessary. I don't know why. Like, I, I understand the business side of it, but it doesn't feel like a very Nintendo-y thing because it's I, not really like an essential thing. It's not like Splatoon 2 where it's like, of course you need people to play in the Splatfest. You're playing against people. It's all inherently right. integrated and it makes sense in that universe and that world, we- so... Do we think it's because they wanted to have a healthier online audience? Oh, 100%. Launch period? Like, because you could, mm. I could see this oh, game. I think ongoing as well. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, it'll obviously people be playing online at first, but it's that ongoing thing. Yeah, and yeah, no, I think like to your point, Mike, I think the thing is with these type of games, you know, and just games in general, just there's so many online games that you, you do get into issues where you just don't have enough players to play, right? So having some kind of incentive, you know, with like Splatoon, having the Splatfests where people all jump back in and play mm. and you can get a game really quickly in that period of time. That sort of, you know, allows for, you know, people to come back and, you know, to have healthy lobbies and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, Like I'm not going to be religious about it and try to get every single item. Um, mm. But, you know, like this is 100% a game that I'm going to, you know, jump on and play from time to time. And like... I know, like, I'm super unfit these days, uh, but, you know, like, it does get you up and moving mm. a bit and, like, like it was one point I was playing a heap, right? And I'm like, damn, I'm actually getting, like, tired <laughs> from playing. I'm like, damn, this is, like, it's crazy. It's just I a remember, stupid game. I remember watching, like, Wii Sports speedrunners and just mm. thinking, like, what a weird thing to speedrun in terms yeah, of having to actually do physical activity like that. But um, I the one thing I've was going to ask oh yeah that's right so there's already been like there was a clip out there of someone not wearing their wrist strap and actually wrecking their tv again it's yeah, like, oh we're, awesome. we're back in like 2006 or whatever Here it was. we go again oh it's uh and those joy cons i guess they're, they're a bit lighter than a wii mode but still but, uh, man yeah yeah, it's, yeah but the, the tvs are way more fragile though they are uh, yeah like so. t- like um, that's a weird thing about tvs they're so thin now if you actually knock them at all you can easily stuff them up really quickly. And the side, yeah. So, and, and the thing is, when you use the Joy-Cons like this, you usually put that extra piece on it normally, mm, yeah. so it makes it even heavier. And I've already said, so, you know, my wife's dad, who's almost like a character on the show, because he's the one with the Oculus, right? He's a real nutty person. I've got to send you some videos that I've got of him. He's like very... Very individual, right? He's a very unique character. Like Mike, like Mike. I like this guy. He is like... Very individual, (laughs) very individual. No, this guy's an amazing person, right? Like, this is not even bullshit. He used to be a lecturer at, like, one of the best universities in Hong Kong. And he literally... Like, he's an electrical engineer by trade, or, like, by learning. He developed the schematics that went into the very first laptop ever. 
Wow. Like he literally had like like he had some of it. Like his bloody names in a pattern and everything. He's like Jeez. he's a very like super smart guy, and he's also super like dumb in other ways, right? <laughs> it's just like very distinct. And just like Mike, I said to my wife because he loves this kind of stuff. Thanks. He loves gimmicky shit. Hey, I like said this. sorry. I said you're very smart, Mike. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Also very stupid. Thanks. <laughs> I said to my wife, he's sorry. He says this is wearing an octopus on his head. That's I know. Yeah. <laughs> So I already said to my wife, because I know he'll want to play this. I'm like, he's not allowed to play it unless I see him tighten the wrist strap. <laughs> like, he is a thousand percent the person that will smash it. He's done stuff like that before, where he's almost smashed my stuff, right? Like, he's dropped my switch, everything. It's crazy. And I'm like, he has to wear the wrist strap. I will, like, go crazy. He drove over my lawn today. It's like huge drive mark, like tire marks on my lawn. And then he's like, hey. Don't step on the lawn because you wreck the lawn if you step on it. I'm like, you've driven on the bloody lawn with a car. What are you talking about, you maniac? So, yeah. like And look, like just to summarize, I like this game. I think it's very easy to focus on that it probably should have a few more sports in it. Yes. Um, that I guess you could reinvent them a lot because they're very similar to what they were before. But I don't know. I really like it. I think... For the purpose it serves, it's very good. I think this is a, a game that's incredibly hard to rate. Like, for me, this is exactly where the rating system doesn't make sense. Because if I was rating this as a party game, I'd say it's 5 out of 5. So, oh, 5 out of 5 for it, that seems... Hmm. Oh, I guess. Well, it's a good party game, it's a good party the, game. But my question is, um, so I know you can probably you can get it cheaper, I'm sure, but this is a $70 game. No, no. No, it's sixty. Fifty nine bucks. It's, no, it's literally it's literally seventy dollars on E B games. Yeah, but E B is like always oh. the most expensive. That's like no, but that no, but, but that's that's no R- that's they, no, that's why yeah, I went I to E B. Yeah. That's why I went to E B because it's R R P generally. Yeah, right, fair enough. Yeah. Do you yeah. think this is this is worth that amount of money for this? But seventy nine is still a seventy, I said, not seventy. Seventy, sorry, is still a it's cheaper, budget yeah. game because PS5 so that's games what, are 125. I know, but that's why I'm at, No, yeah, but forget PS5, I'm asking. Like, do you think this is actually worth It is that worth money? the $59 that I spent at JB Hi-Fi. Okay. Now, I wouldn't have spent... How much did you 69? say? 69? It's seven. Yeah, 69. 69. Mm. On the fence. You wouldn't have spent an extra 10 bucks. Dude, that's the way I operate. I'm like, it doesn't and, that, and that's why I actually asked because yeah, like, that's why he's rich and we're they're not. not. They're not. They're not. That's that's the same price that I'm seeing Kirby as well. So it's not like the position. Yeah, see, is Kirby, a super I would not. Game. I would not. Well, is Kirby a budget game? No, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think they're no. pricing this as a budget game. So oh, it's definitely priced as a budget game, even with EB. Uh, I feel like it's, it's in a between budget a budget game and a normal mm. game. I think anyway, like the semantics at that point, like it's it's seventy dollars on EB, sixty JB. Do you think it's worth it's either a budget of those? game? Uh, no, I don't think it's worth. It's not. I don't $70. think it's worth sixty sixty nine. I might get it, but I'd I'd be annoyed. Okay. I, yeah, no, that's all. Definitely well, worth fifty nine if you want to. Like, because to me, like we'll have people over, kids and stuff, and this is a great game to put on. Like, it's a really really fun game. Uh, yeah, but I wouldn't be spending much more than that. Maybe I would. Maybe I would get it. If everywhere it was 69. 55? No, I have to say, I would probably get it. Yeah, okay. It, it's hard for me to judge because the thing is, 
everywhere has sold it apart from EB for like 59-ish, yeah. right? So, Harvey Norman, 49, and you get a $20 voucher. Is it 49? It was. But Bloody it's Harvey Norman. Yeah. Really? It was 49 It was 49, and, and I believe you also got a $20. It got like, oh, uh, I've got to go price match the returner and <laughs> get the receipt. Well. How long for? Like for five seconds? Because sometimes those Harvey Norman things are like three stores I, that you said. I don't remember. Me. I saw it and I'm like, yeah. Mike's like, oh, you can jump on this. And, and then like, I check it. Three stores. This. Three stores in Australia. I'm yeah, I'm not really. it. And, I guess and you yeah, got a $20 voucher as well. So technically 29 but yeah. I really? guess you got a factor in you, you wanted a speed league strap as well. So that's probably like five bucks there or something. Yeah. Well, if you get a replacement one, it's like 20 So now, now he's pissed off. Oh, wow, now he's pissed off because there was a cheaper alternative. Now he's like, worst game ever. <laughs> Three out of five. I don't, yeah, I don't know if it. I try to do the maths <laughs> in my head of like if everywhere every place was selling it for sixty nine, I probably yeah I would have gotten it for sixty nine, and right. I don't think I would have been annoyed to be nice. fair. I don't think I would have. That's what annoyed. I say to that. So it is hard to judge because every other place was like sixty bucks, where I felt like yeah that's a fair price for this. Yeah. So, oh. but I would you know if people aren't interested in getting the leg strap because I just wanted to get a backup one, like you you do not need the leg strap. Like none of the games require it outside of the kickoff thing, but that that's not an online thing. That's a that's a local player thing. How how often do Nintendo discount their first party on digital games? Once a year, twice a year, most. Wow, okay. and it's like specific games. They've mm. they've never since day one discounted Smash Brothers. It's always been ninety Australian dollars on the on the eShop. Jeez. So the best way to buy Smash Brothers is if you want two digital games, like first-party games, get that Nintendo voucher that you can get in Australia. It's like $135. So that works out to be a pretty good deal. So um, in summary, you want to get a hot copy, you want to you wanna play <laughs> multiplayer, and you want to get a strap-on. <laughs> no, my recommendation is if you want a party game, I think the digital, the digital version is actually almost the exact same cost as like... I don't even think it's 69. That's the thing that I'm confused about But you don't get the strap on. So why would you do that? You're better off getting the physical copy. Nintendo Switch. Other than swapping cartridges. Australia. I'm just checking this live now on the show. Can you just oh, the digital, any, the digital any strap? Yeah. Can you buy one of those cheap you, you iPhone could, straps or something? You could staple it to your leg. You could staple it to your leg and it would still work. Yeah, okay. Right? I'll probably just do that. So, so just, it's not a big deal. Now, now that Australia actually has a digital store... That you can search as well. Amazing. Like, you that's can only, search now? It's only like the last week. I don't know search. if there's Deku deals anymore. Yeah, what? see, this is what I don't get, Swinney. It's $56. That's a budget title. That's wow. digital. Well, yeah. That's I think, pretty good digital. I think so. this makes sense for Nintendo mm. for this one because it is has actually has less than the physical release. Mm. Yeah. Whereas normally I think they price them at the same as the RFP. Don't so I, you're probably not going to play Ring Fit that much, I'm guessing. And you probably don't need an extra leg strap anyway, right, Swinney? Why would I want to get rid of my ring fit? No, no, I'm just yeah. saying you don't need an extra leg strap. Like, I feel like oh, for no, your no, use no, case, the no. 56 digital is just a no-brainer. Because hmm. it's like two gigabytes on your on from a space requirement. You basically just lose on your... But I don't have friends, so... <laughs> nor, it... nor do you want people over. Or, kids or, or, people or do over. I play yeah. games online that often... I have to say, though, your setup is a bit tricky. Like, having gone to your place now, you're set up for, like... Enough room? Or yeah, like, like, you know, if people are wailing their hands around, that yeah. feels very dangerous to your beautiful OLED. <laughs> like, I'd get nervous, so... Stay away from my TV that I spent way too much money on, please. Yeah, so, yeah, Mike, maybe this is something you can pick up for 50 No cents. way. Have you seen my place? You haven't seen my place. I have no, no room, you didn't man. invite me, so... 
Yeah, because it's disgraceful. I have no room whatsoever to do anything in my oh, place. Okay, fair enough. You should set up in that room, like that where that t- computer this? is behind yeah. you. That should be a TV Everything to play your Wii room, Nintendo Sports. On. Look, just 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 within reach, okay? Just within reach. <laughs> okay, well, hang on. Just within reach. Just within reach. What the hell has Mike got? Mike's got way weirder shit. Just I don't have anything. Yeah, this is. Shit, what is that? Look, this is just within my reach. Look, I think I'm winning. You are <laughs> winning. Just within reach. I got the Wii U. No, I got the Wii U. I got the Wii U. That wins. A tie dye kit? Why do you have a tie dye kit? I don't know. Wait, just within reach. A guitar! <laughs> <laughs> okay, you win. <laughs> The All back right. scratcher. The, the back scratcher. Oh, back no. scratcher. <laughs> the big wig back scratcher. All right, I'm going to close out this review while, while Mike is <laughs> Just being within reach! A collector's edition copy of Elden Ring. <laughs> All right, we are now officially in the outro. How many Just collector's editions reach. do you have, Mike? Huh? How many collector's editions of oh, Elden we're, Ring we're do you have? Oh, we're bleeding loose now. Just within reach! A drone! <laughs> Just oh, that's reach. a really expensive one as well. That's not even a cheap-ass one. That's a DJI, isn't it? I don't know what it is. Fucking hell. That's... Just within reach! Just... That's like a GTX catch... 2070! <laughs> what? That's a 2070? His... That's his catchphrase now. Just within reach. Just within reach! Yeah, that's what he... He's saying the exact <laughs> same... It's like... He's taking an audio clip because he's saying it the exact same way each time. It's always the expirated, just within reach. Just within reach. <laughs> a Z, Kraken Z53 water cooler. Are these all, are there items actually in the boxes? Yeah. What? What the hell just are you doing? That's reach. so weird. An Oculus Quest box thing. <laughs> what? Why? How just much within space reach. do you have, man? A HP Sprocket. <laughs> just within reach. A second HP sprocket. <laughs> Why? Because one was mine, one was for my my girlfriend. Oh my god, dude, you're a strange but, cat. Yeah. Oh, dude, there's way more. Just within reach. Damp X. <laughs> what? What is that? It's uh, uh it it's it it moisture because because uh, of all the because you got so much shit. Stuff. You got so much shit. That, like oh, just within reach. An unopened. I nine eleven hundred K CPU worth six hundred dollars. Can I be your financial manager and yes, take five percent of your money, and I will save you so much money? Okay. And then I I I approve all the no purchases. Sure, sounds good. That is like I need make that. you deal with the devil, man. Like, <laughs> Why? Hey, no, what devil. You don't want to be involved like with Mike and his purchasing just... decisions. No, it's it, it mostly... send you in. It sends you insane. It's like mostly no. It's mostly no. Looking to the abyss, it looks back. (laughs) It'd be mostly saying no to things. Oh my god! It'd be like a constant stream of no. (laughs) True. No. No. Can I get this penis head mask thing? No. Sure. Mike, how have you secured the octopus to your head? I've been wondering the entire show. Ah, <laughs> like I'm going to reveal my secrets of how I secure octopi. It's just hey, a funny story about octopus. It's a safety right? pin. It's a safety pin. So are when, you going to talk when... about my my teacher, the octopus, or whatever? No, 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 no. I'm going to talk about. I'm going to talk about the the term octopus. So, what's the plural of octopus? Octopi. Oh, uh, is it? Yeah, octopi or octopuses. Swanee. What do you think? I don't 
I'm not gonna fall into the trap. Just tell me, man. Okay, so We're apparently, apparently, so suspicious. <laughs> yes, I, I am. I, I was watching this thing with, with this lady that works for the Oxford English Dictionary or something, and she said originally, obviously, the term is octopus, and then when they try to standardize, people were calling it octopuses, just because it's standard plural. But then when they try to standardize English a bit better and align it more to Latin, mm. they went to call it octopi, because that was the Latin delineation for plurals however then they realized hang on a minute octopus is not a latin term it's a greek term so they had to name it the equivalent plural of a greek term which i can't pronounce it i don't remember the exact name of it so officially i believe all three of them are not officially but are proper, you know uh, they're all there's no terms such thing officially well, it's, in like, it's allowed all three are allowed all three are allowed yeah that's what i said octopus is an octopi so what what was the third one uh, he doesn't remember octopods. No, it's uh, it's octopods. I'm it? looking at it right now in a Miriam dictionary. Is it octopods? Octopods, then yeah. <laughs> I like Octo- how you go no. And and I'm no, like, right. it was something else. Octos- and Mike, hence why yeah. we called ours potties and pods. Yeah, exactly. Potties and pods. That's I know. Why. I know that. I know that. <laughs> but it's 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 pronounced octopodes or something, or it's written octopodes, not octopodes. Octopodes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. The way okay. we. Okay. Normally, right. I think it's got the extra E or something. This is a, one of the special there comments you that you're making. Yeah, this it's, is this what makes you a special fun person. Fact. We this can is call it whatever. This is value fact, content. Really. Value <laughs> content for people stuck around. This is in the outro. We're still three people watching for some reason. What? Yeah. Oh my god! I hope I hope my girlfriend has been listening to this whole thing. Probably. Dude, she can hear you through the door. Yeah, no, your your house is. We can hear you when you go talk to her. No, but maybe she's asleep. She just falls asleep through my. my Maybe she's just pretending. Yep, and she never listens to anything I say. (laughs) Doesn't need to sleep. All right, uh, what are we covering next week, Swinny? I don't know. My girlfriend. Do I can't see the future, so I can't tell what the news is. Well, there's not a lot of AAA games coming out. Um, well, there, there's Ooh. there's not many coming out, but even the games that come out, except for you, we're not playing. So, <laughs> how about uh, one of us comes out? Well, you're wearing the <laughs> rainbow octopus. Um, I am actually quite pretty. Yeah, look, I'd like to do my Final Fantasy battle tier list uh, at some point, but we will slot that in when it makes sense, mm. as opposed to saying that's hundred percent what we're doing because that doesn't matter when I do that. Whereas um, Nintendo Sports just came out, so it mm. makes sense that we review that. So Fair point. So wait, is there anything good coming out? Uh, the there's next? a few games I'm going to pick up, like this Nintendo games okay. that are coming out soon. I'm just checking now myself. I think we didn't. We do this exactly two weeks ago. When yeah, we keep doing it. List in the outro. I'm just, but I'm just shocked <laughs> that there's like no it's games out, coming out. Well, it's April, a good time to catch May. up on all the games that we haven't played because we're 100. percent It's slow, you know. There's Mario Strikers Battle League. I'm just so burnt by how the recent sports titles have launched. Just don't see myself getting it on day one. Are you going to get that day one, Mike? Which one? <laughs> Mario Strikers Battle League. It's like the no. Mario soccer game. He'd preferred it to be called nah, like probably not. Gario Strikers or something because like... he doesn't want the IP of yeah, Mario. I don't want yeah. the IP, damn it. I, I actually don't. I, I try to play Mario Golf you just again. Bought and Mario I just, Golf, you idiot. I get pissed off every time I play it. I freaking hate it. I hate Why the Why did you buy it? You just it. bought it. No, because I didn't realize it was that annoying. You didn't realize I it was Mario. Golf games. No, but I thought, okay, whatever. You create your own me. Who gives a shit? You go play golf. No, you got to listen to the... Every two seconds, it's so annoying. 
So I literally had to mute my Switch to be able to play the I, game. I look forward to next week where Mike tells us he's bought Mario Party Superstars and then suddenly shocked when the characters sound like Mario characters. <laughs> Probably I, tolerate that more. Than I didn't this one. talk about this in the review, but the music in Switch Sports is amazing. It's like peak elevator music. <laughs> it's like this is okay. what hold music should look like in elevator music. It's like non-offensive. <laughs> it's hard to actually you know get annoyed with it. It repeats all the time, but you don't really notice it. And it's just kind of like, oh, yeah, chill out music, background. Uh, the only game I see that I'm going to get is Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes in June. That's 24th of June. That's ages we, away. Fire one okay. thing next week, we will have a bit of an update on how we're going for the game of some other year because after Chrono Trigger and before that, we've kind of things have been delayed a bit. So we'll have an update on how we're going to handle that stuff and you might be surprised. It might go okay. in a different direction than we'd planned. So. Yeah, your battle tier list is going to take ages as well though, right? So we need to pick for a light week. Hmm. And then get all the B-roll uh, and everything. It'll be, a, it'll be a chunky boy. Yeah. that That's almost like a half show warranted, but yeah, maybe in a light news week. All right. We've been stuck in the outro for a while. Wow. <laughs> in case anyone's else wondering, uh, yeah, I'm going to get, uh, I'm looking forward to Trek to Yomi. I think you would probably know that one. So we need that. Yeah. Um, yeah, that looks pretty cool. And I think it's coming to Game Pass on the 5th. Well, I'm going to have to play it. Yeah, exactly. I will, but that's actually one that I think you'll enjoy. I'm contractually obligated to play (laughs) every game. I feel like at this Um, point you should just play all the sports game as well, because then you're like covering everything, you know? Dude, the thing is like I've still got so many games to play. Like I'm playing them all the time and yeah. Do you know what, Swinny? It would be really cool if you did this. You know, not that you played all the games, but if you just did like a snapshot and said... I'm doing a tier list on every single Game Pass game I, that's out there. I right actually now. would like to do I'll be so a, very, doing that. a very super speedy yeah. tier list at the end of the year where I just rank them. I'm not going to talk uh, about them. Okay. I'll okay. just be like, hey, I'll put this here. Well, yeah, I'd like to do it based on like some of them only playing for an hour, some playing, some completing. Yeah, I think it's but, um, but when you, when you mentioned the sports, like I'm making an effort to play the non-EA ones. Like, even, that's true. You have been, It's yeah. just like... Like you played the F1 game, right? Yeah, and even technically that. that's EA Sports, but yeah. it was like, well, it's kind of EA Sports, not, yeah. you know, so it's got the EA Sports logo on it, but it's not really EA Sports. Uh, so. I think it's just the completionist mindset that I have. It's almost like, hey, you're so close to doing it, so. Yeah. Hey, I just noticed you've got your coloured lamp behind you somewhere because I can see the, cha- the colour yeah, change. Yeah, subtle. Took me two hours to notice that subtle thing. <laughs> so on the lighting, I think it's like I'll need to, you know, flip my whole room around to make that lighting work a lot better. Because mm. it's too close. Or like use my other camera. This is you getting real behind the scenes. BTS. Lights. This is BTS stuff right now. I've still got lighting I haven't set up. Well, oh, do you? Like, oh, you should set yeah, up. Yeah, I just can't figure out. I haven't spent the time to figure out a good way to hook it up behind there because I can't get to the power outlet behind the, uh, the shelves so yeah you gotta you gotta put extension the uh, cord extension cords else. in before you put in the shelving yeah <laughs> that's the yeah no no but even then the extension cords like it i wanted them flush against the wall so ah uh, um, yeah yeah. Okay. yeah anyway yeah. i'll figure it out one day yeah. maybe maybe not mm. now i thought i had something but now i've lost it i think it's time to finish the show guys. i reckon it is yeah <laughs> all right bye-bye see you later laters